This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by GameFly. Video Game Apocalypse listeners can go to GameFlyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with a free month of unlimited games. everybody, welcome to episode 177 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is here with me? Yes. Who else? <laughs> Thank you. And special, special guest. And this is Bob Mackey, known as Bobo no Daiboken in, in Japan. What? Yes. Uh, deal with it, everybody. Bob Mackey's Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> wow, Bob Mackey's Mystery Dungeon. So many secrets dungeon. right in Mystery Dungeon. Please don't go into it. And now I realize my terrible mistake in not having that Millhouse sound ready. God damn it. When Chris will I play learn? it either. It's very Which disappointing. Uh, wow, Bob Mackey. Wow, Bob Mackey. I, I wow, keep forgetting Bob it's there. Mackey. It's, it's native on the soundboard right next to the fucking Pete's Dragon song that I haven't been able to remove. <laughs> Let the Mackeys come rolling in. <laughs> I, I got drunk and watched that last night. I'm I am wrong. You're ready for the reboot. Uh, the gritty reboot of Pete's Dragon. It looks good. looks good. The part of my brain that predicts pop music thought you were going to go with "Let the Mackies hit the floor." Let the Mackies, <laughs> and you're really good at prognosticating pop music with a twenty-year-old reference. I am. <laughs> it's only tell, twenty years old. Tell me, tell me, you saw the bird singing "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor"? No, there's a parrot that can sing it. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah. I have seen that actually. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I think it's a cockatoo. I don't so know. it's actually a, a more recent reference. Mm. Yeah, mm. to that bird specifically. Damn, you got me again, Rapares. I know. <laughs> All right, so today's top five is something that Chris is very mad at me for doing. Because Not mad. It, uh, just, it overlaps with a video idea <laughs> that you should all go watch anyway once it's available. They hate they're, our videos. but Different I t- audiences, I think. And when I, I look at what's on our YouTube channel, I'm like, Jumpin' Flash, clips from Animal Olympics, and me talking about old Disney <laughs> games. I get it. I get it now. It's this perfect. sucks. It's perfect for you. Where's, you, it's, yeah, it's where's the video of you poning noobs at Call of Duty? Yes, they don't exist. They don't yeah. exist. We're going to find a shitty Olympics game by the time you hear this, I swear Why aren't you Christ. acting surprised at No Man's Sky at every single second you're playing it? Ah. Whoa! Whoa! The terrain is green! Oh my god, Whoa! I cut a hole in this rock! Oh my god, here's just a rock I can't cut a hole in! What is going on? I did, I did make an ultra-fancy dick. and I made a, yeah. I'm very proud of the gif I captured there. Because it was just a good-looking <laughs> nice. dick that I, I, I mined in the middle of a No Man's Sky rock. It was. Had to get that heridium. I might just isolate a good-looking dick, good as, looking dick. Uh, as Secret Sound. This guy, we call, we call him Tricky Dick because his dick is sweet. That's Slick <laughs> Willy for you. You should see what it can do. It's uh, hella tricky. No, this this is something very near and dear to me because I have a feeling that this means we're going to talk about ancient Japanese stuff. Oh, yes. Ooh, yeah. That's why I am. So, uh, Hello. <laughs> those of you who only listen to hear about modern games, mm-hmm. uh, you might not get much out of this episode, but if you might also learn something. Mm-hmm. I know a, a, a thousand people just turned off right now. We're losing, and we got to get them back. <laughs> we are Holy shit. Call of Duty. 
Yeah. And I will I will commentate an entire Minecraft stream later on. I know you kids <laughs> love that. But this it, it's all older stuff because this is something that doesn't really happen so much anymore. Yeah. These are games you didn't know were actually licensed games. Yeah. Kind of dovetails with our question of the week from last mm-hmm. week about classic licensed games that you'd like to see make a comeback. Mm. These are games that came to the US with their licensing completely stripped out. Nobody knew they were licensed games because most of these no properties... Yeah, there was no internet. These properties hadn't come... <laughs> I bet there was just one the army yet. brat that was like, I've seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same army brat me. that was like, in Japan, they're already up to Super Mario 7. Yeah. It, it also speaks to, I think, how, how ravenous the audience was for games. That like Even if this doesn't have the whole point that this game was made for mm-hmm. in it... We'll reskin it with something else. Oh, yeah. Because we, the audience is desperate for any game, let alone a good one. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that. So let's just jump right in with... Number five! Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, wait! Kung yeah, Kung Fu! Fu? Yeah, That's right. Kung Fu, Kung... a.k.a. Kung Fu Master. Mm-hmm. Made by Irem. So I remember this. And the original you, title... Did, in... did you say I remember I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I this. Remember. Original title in Japan was Spartan X, mm-hmm. which was the Japanese title of Wheels on a Meals. Jackie Chan movie? Yes, a Jackie Chan oh. movie about three guys who run a food truck in Barcelona. Yeah. But the uh, the end of the film involves fighting a bad guy and his henchmen in a castle to save a woman. The weird part is that the main characters' names, Thomas and Sylvia, Remain. made it into wow. the final huh. NES uh, unlicensed version or non-licensed Can't version. Copyright and name, I believe. It worked I, because everyone's grandparents' names in the eighties were Thomas and Sylvia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, John or Marsha. It's oddly yeah. responsible for a lot of video game conventions. Uh, it's weird that came from a licensed game, like the idea mm-hmm. of I think bosses and just the idea of a brawler were kind of solidified <laughs> with this game. Is that this true? Was I, a I launch like, game, right? Uh, it was eighty four, eighty five for, for America. Um, for America, yeah. Because if not it was, launch, it was very close to launch. It was in the black box. We, we did a, a, yeah. an NES launch game stream, and we put this... So I'm assuming I, we did the research correctly mm-hmm. back then. But it's it also, it's also a third-party game masquerading as a first-party game. Yeah, yeah. there were and, uh, NES black box games that were mm-hmm. made by Irem, like Ten Yard Fight mm-hmm. was one of them. And I think there was some sort of thing to signify, like an asterisk or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Ten Yard Fight has an asterisk after its name, which mm-hmm. means not by, not by Nintendo. I would want my name in that well, fucking game. Are you sure either. that doesn't just mean that if you send the wrapper into Nintendo, oh. you get a free game back? <laughs> Look for the tiny Indian. <laughs> that is a fucking cart. great reference. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I got it. <laughs> to, uh, sorry for anyone out there who's not over 30. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't remember Tootsie Roll Pops. Yes, on, before on it came in, that in the 80s. Banana flavor, which is not canon to Tootsie Pops. <laughs> no. <laughs> non canon flavor. But what's the title of this game again? Kung Fu. I meant- Classic Kung Fu music. <laughs> yeah. All these sounds... Cool. <laughs> yeah, like, what, the, one of the first Nintendo games to feature any sort of digitized voice, certainly, yeah. even though it was just... <laughs> or uh, when you got killed, you got to hear this. <laughs> Wheels on Meals I've never actually seen. It was supposed to be called Meals on Wheels, Whoops. I found out, which oh. would make sense, except that it was put out by... The movie was put out by Golden Harvest, uh, and... According to Wikipedia, they're... Nothing. According to Wikipedia... No, that's Blue Harvest. Golden Harvest uh, apparently had some superstitious executives who had made two movies beforehand that started with the letter M and were giant flops. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, like Megaforce and Menage a Trois, and so they're oh. like, no, this can't start with an M. So I was oh, like, Wheels on Meals? I assume the Meals on Wheels people were litigious or something. Like, no, that's our trademark. Just, <laughs> we give slop to old people. I just figured, like, some poor production assistant, like, like went to the naming office and just was holding the piece of paper upside down. Uh, wheels on Meals, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they pinned they pin the patent to my backpack. And it's just, uh, uh, yeah, Wheels on Meals. It's got Jackie Chan and it's directed by Sammo Hung, so it's probably awesome. Oh, it's got to be great, yeah. I should go watch it. Uh, you should all go watch I, it. I, I, I don't know. I, I, does Kung Fu hold up? I played a ton of it. It's, I love the game. It's still weirdly fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's very easy to, like, predict the patterns. It, feel, that, it feels like an eye, because you, you don't really have to move. No, you do have to move forward. Yeah, you always have to move forward it's, because there are always enemies coming mm-hmm. in every few seconds. It's like uh, Final Fight, but things are always like marching towards yeah. you from both sides of the screen, so you always have to be like uh, you know attentive oh, to left and right side. Elf who will jump on your head when you try yeah. and kick it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. But like strangely, strangely influential in yeah. terms of uh, games. Like there's bosses. There's like a like a Mario Brothers level structure before Super yeah. Mario Brothers. It's really really forward thinking. I, I never, mm. but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Because there wasn't a lot of games like like structured like that at all. Because everything was sort of like, well, we'll th- make an NES game themed after an existing sport. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then we have Mario. There are three and hockey players. Hockey? Choose one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This might have been the first NES game I've ever seen in my life in terms ah. of just like history. Really. Just, really? Like, I I just was at an older person's house like a cousin or something and Ooh, I just saw this on sexy. the screen and it seemed intimidating like oh these things are making noise I'm just gonna watch like silently because it's kind of scary <laughs> I'm amazed you remember that anyway let's move on to another NES game number four I may be mm. the only one who remembers this it's, it sounds familiar this is Phantom Fighter I play the victory sound for myself, because I'm the only one who can answer this question. This is a game that was the first time I'd ever heard of the the Quangxi or Gongxi, or however it's pronounced, the Chinese hopping vampires. Because you're playing you're playing as like a martial artist who Chinese goes... Chinese draglers. Yeah, who goes from town to town hopping fighting draglers. Chinese hopping vampires. And so the whole... This is like a whole folklore thing where uh, in China there's like a belief that if you're buried away from your hometown... Then at night, uh, the restless spirit will animate the body, which will then very stiffly, with rigor mortis, hold out its arms and hop back to its hometown. So many games have that enemy in them. Like Mario mm-hmm. Land 2 does, yep. Castlevania does. Wow. It's a very common enemy Hopping in Japanese vampires? games. Darkstalkers, yeah. you get to play as one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, imagine the, the, the blue Shemko. face has, like, a little hat on. Its yeah. arms are out. That's the has Has a vampire. charm over its forehead that's supposed to keep it from jumping around. So if you've got a hopping vampire coming after you, why don't you just like surround yourself with trampolines? And just jump right <laughs> over you? I didn't plan for this. That's a good idea. <laughs> Actually, you're supposed to hold your breath when they come after you. What if I made the trampolines out of garlic and, uh, and steaks, like the stabbing kind? I, I think rice is uh, is what yeah. They have to count it, and they can't Chinese because they're hopping, hopping up in the air, yeah, and they're like, yeah. "Damn it, I can't mm-hmm. see them." So it might be wasabi idea. for an Asian vampire. <laughs> I'm not sure, <laughs> but. Uh, so I, I played this game a lot as a kid. I love the idea behind it, you know, just going around beating up all these hopping vampires and then they burn away. Uh, you have a dim-witted assistant who's occasionally abducted by a, a sexy female ghost and then you have to go kick her ass to free him. And went, went along up until college and I discovered a movie called Mr. Vampire, Ooh, yeah. which 
It's like, wow, this this Michael character, Keaton? this main character, Master Gao, in this movie dresses just like Kenshi from Phantom Fighter. He has the same like weird hat <laughs> and yellow robes. You have to be and, the only person who made this backward association. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure discovery. there are others. Is this a discovery you made in college? When I saw Mr. Vampire for the first <laughs> time, yes. And and like he he still he fights the hopping vampires and then like found out years later oh because Phantom Fighter was originally a licensed game based on Mr. Vampire it's, it's, it came to the U S with no no licensing I'm just whatsoever. picturing you like busting into your dorm room like guys I figured out <laughs> <laughs> even in college nobody but me cared about this Eureka game. <laughs> it's it's kind of interesting how like in a much more xenophobic time they would kind of leave the Chinese stuff intact in this game without saying like China uh, horror game or whatever just like you know. Selling it at, in face value seems kind of interesting. Mr. Vampire is also what my uncle makes me call him when no one else is around. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. Vampire is an action comedy from Hong Kong. It's a lot of fun. Everybody should watch it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like, oh, what is it? Like, a, a guy gets buried the wrong way, comes back as a hopping vampire, they try to subdue him, and then he becomes super powerful. There's not really much of a plot. It takes there's, revenge in his innocent relatives. There, there's something about uh, Chinese bumpkins trying to imitate English high tea, which, you know, lends so, itself to some I, physical comedy. I but. bet within the next five years there will be either a an American movie or a TV show called Mr. Vampire. Probably. <laughs> we Star- have a show called Remy Mr. Malik. Robot. Yeah. Great, Everybody loves it, but that is the dumbest name for a show. So I'm sorry. Great. MTV's Teen Hopping uh, Vampire. And you're not yeah. looking close enough because, one, Mr. Robot is in a Sega font. And not to spoil anything, but it stems from a guy who used to fix up Genesis's... How do you fucking pluralize pluralize that name? Genesodes. Genesodes. Uh, Mega Drives. There you go. Accept it. That shows like Fight Club meets dork references. It's great. One of the the striking things about Phantom Fire uh, is the, the intro when you first power up the game that, like, a coffin just sort of slides on screen from the bottom, and these sounds start playing. Like, the coffin starts glowing, then sort of vibrating, and then the the lid just explodes off, and you see a corpse inside with a charm on its head, which then flaps and and floats away. The corpse opens its eyes. Cue the title screen. I'm I'm guessing because there was some film component to this, it probably made it... The cutscenes probably looked really cool for a game. There weren't actually cutscenes. Oh, okay. Uh, well, there there were like bits where you just stand there and talk to other characters. There'd be like dialogue bubbles. But, but just, not I, actual... I imagine in that rudimentary era, era of game development, having a movie to base your visuals off of was probably incredibly helpful. I don't think mm-hmm. a vampire game would have cutscenes. They would have bite scenes. Ooh! No. no. <laughs> Everybody was in bucket. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh. kind of weird in that like the main character in the movies like has a huge muscle. And the mustache didn't translate so well into Sprite, so it just looks like he has this huge kabuki grimace <laughs> at all times. And and like this was also a, a whole series in Hong Kong, like the Mr. Vampire series. And it just got like more and more comedy and less and less horror as it went on to the point where like they had a baby Gongsi hopping vampire, like who was like a, a little kid who was a vampire who was friendly. And you know, a friend of children, and so they uh, they have that in the game. And if you ring, you find this bell and ring it, you can play as a baby hopping vampire. How did we Finally. miss this? I don't know. Two weeks ago, god damn it! I don't know. This was put out by FCI. It, it had oh, some FCI. sort of marketing push behind oh, okay. it. Okay, so it's like a so. Christian organization at my elementary school. No, it was <laughs> Pony hey. Canyon, the uh, the American arm of uh, like a Japanese mega conglomerate. Yeah, they published Ultima, one of the Ultima games on the mm-hmm. NES. Yeah, Pony Canyon. Weird. Yep, yep. And like 
Super Pitfall? That's right, yeah. NES? Yeah. And Hydelide, that's the one. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one that nobody likes except for hardcore weebs. Want to get Hydelide? My mom asked me that once, and I was like, what? No, I'm just kidding. She, she wouldn't buy me a video game. All right, I guess we can move on now. She bought me a menu. Number three. I know what this is based on the music. This also sounds familiar. You want to say what it is? Is it Dragon Power? <laughs> oh, thank you, racist music. <laughs> Boy, Again, I wanna... there's a theme to the, yeah. these games. I, I want to open a Chinese music. restaurant just so I can have a door that makes that How do we get Americans to buy this game? Just put in the... Uh... Yeah. It was, Surprisingly, uh, yeah. that was in the original Japanese uh, version. Yeah, I mean, it was it was Japanese people recreating a Chinese tale, mm. but in America it was like, uh, I don't know what we did with it, but it was like, let's get Goku out of this crap. We don't know yeah. who that is anymore. So, Dragon Power was an Americanization of a Dragon Ball game, Shenro no Nazo. All they really did was change the look of the main character and, like, also Master Roshi. That's his, so weird that his they mentor. changed his hair. Like, why did that matter? Well, I think they, they said, like, no, this isn't based on Dragon Ball. It's based uh, on Journey to the West. I see. They just so, didn't want to pay the money, I yes, guess. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Goku now looks more like a monkey. Uh, and less like a, a, an anime superhero as a child. I could have sworn the American version still has the uh, Japanese Dragon Ball theme song as a title. The yes, it does. Yeah, so maybe they didn't. They weren't looking too hard at the game. Maybe not, but uh, I, yeah, I think uh, Goku's face was changed. Uh, Bulma's name was changed to Nora, and then uh, your your master, who still rides on a turtle, is just changed into like a long-haired old man who looks like he came out of Zelda. He's like got a staff and a robe. It's, this is super vague, but I, I know I played this, but I had, yeah, yeah, I had no knowledge of what Dragon I, Ball was. I never played it when it was current because Same, everybody yeah. said it sucked. Mm. Ban- Bandai, right? Yeah, yeah Bandai. Bandai. Yeah. Do they still have the Dragon Ball license? Yes. They, they have do. every anime wow. license now, I think. Like yeah. Naruto, no, like, One Piece, uh, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball. I, I never thought about this until I started seriously researching this. Like, why would they drop the licensing when it's extra effort. It's like, oh, because they have to pay again yeah. when it's in the U.S., and why would you pay for something nobody knows what it is? I'm guessing this is like 87 or 88 for America, maybe 89, but uh, Dragon Ball... the original 86, 87. Yeah, really early, but we didn't get Dragon Ball, the original one, until like 93, 92, maybe, like yeah. when that came over syndicated. Yeah, so did no one get, even knew what it was. Did we get Dragon Ball first or Dragon Ball Z first? I think we got Dragon Ball first, the first 13. Oh, okay. uh, I'm, I'm the weeb for this podcast, I do remember the there being like... I, I started working at a video game store in 1999, and there was only one Dragon Ball game for like three years. Was it the PlayStation 1 game? Yeah, and yes. it was so expensive. It was mm-hmm. like 120 bucks, and it's like, this game's not very good. You know that. Dragon and, Ball GT? Yeah. yeah yes. That was uh, terrible. I was working at the game store around the same time you were, Dave. Probably software, et cetera, or GameStop, yeah. or whatever. I was Funko Land. So we were, we were, uh, we were bo- I was uh, told to hate you. Okay, wow, <laughs> damn. Uh, we were, no, we were to- supposed to stomp all those softwares, et cetera, people... We were told to hate yeah. Funko Land, but yeah. when that like we were told like if that game comes in, just like play stupid, be like, oh, that's pretty cool. I don't think it's worth very much, you know. And then like <laughs> we're gonna resell it for two hundred dollars. Yeah. Here's fifty cents. Yeah, man. Uh, but Dra- Dragon Power, I-, I did go back and play it. It's a very rudimentary looking Zelda clone sort of thing mm-hmm. with with like weird side to side fighting just dropped in suddenly. Uh, there are cutscenes, strangely, which... Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was too early for cutscenes, but, yeah, you, you get to hear uh, this a music. <laughs> <laughs> you get to hear this music a lot. Yep. It's a Dragon Ball theme song. 
slow down. Dragon, 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 <laughs> dragon ball C. Call me half a blap. I think the name of the Kamehameha was changed to something else. <laughs> Too many words. Something generic. Yeah. Super Fireball! <laughs> Do you have the, the crazy censorship of this uh, markdown, Michael? Like how it was censored? I, I, well, I have it in my head okay. that there was, there was a panties power-up that would make you go super fast and it was changed into like a sandwich uh, corner. Yeah, like because in the show when they summon the dragon, uh, Oolong, the pervert. There's like nine perverted characters in the, in the series, but Oolong is the pig who's a pervert. Right. So he gets the wish, and he's like, "I want a girl's panties," and that's what the, that's what all the wishing amounts to is that he gets a girl's panties, but it is turned into a sandwich. That's ridiculous! It's like ah. asking for mayonnaise when you want a sandwich. Well, <laughs> he, he could have thought way bigger, but yeah. it was a spur of the moment. Can I have there. the crust. <laughs> the surprise is that like some of the characters that appear later in the game aren't modified at all like the, mm. the rabbit mob and their leader who's like ah. he looks like a, a rabbit dressed in like some ridiculous clown outfit with sunglasses and he's there completely unchanged uh, again like, they fall back on well it's based on Journey to the West so uh, yeah, that no when, one's when ever he, actually read the, that the, oh. when he fought a giant rabbit <laughs> sure. so the panties make him faster is that it yes is that, so mm. can, can we really just like dive into this for a second sure uh is it because he puts them on and he has like more freedom to of movement, or is he Possibly. like so inspired by getting it's, panties that he's just like, I'm so excited, I'm gonna go fast. It's strictly a comfort thing. Okay. I'm, I'm like so hard, I have to get blood back to my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting uh. them over my face, and I don't wear run. <laughs> Such a strange game, but it was it was part of like. Several license games that Bandai mm -hmm. brought over uh, mm. with just completely stripping the license out. Like Chubby Cherub was one that was like Q Bake. Oh, no, something. Baby. <laughs> oh, <wait>. something <laughs> I, like even going and playing the. Uh, Let's do the twist again. <laughs> you have to grab women's asses and get sued for points. Yeah, was that like a game about a dog? Like it was. It was, a, it was like some sort of like platypus-looking ghost thing. Yeah, I, I've never heard of that. It was a ghost, series. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Ninja Kid was based on Gegege no Kitaro, the uh, yeah, like right. this weird like anime about yokai. The kid with like one side of his face yeah, obscured yeah. with hair. Yeah. And and his. Uh, Best friend is like an eyeball that sits on yeah, his head. Right, yeah, like yeah. floating eyeball. Love me some ninja kid. I didn't know it was uh, yeah, based on something. So else. like all that shit where you're like lighting candles, being followed around by a fireball, yeah. like that had like supernatural connotations in the original Japanese version. Uh, spookier soundtrack, more skeletons, things like that. It's weird that it's all rot. the all the other Dragon Ball games for the Famicom were dice based RPGs. It's very strange. Oh god. Yeah, it's very weird. Or, or card based dice Gross. and or card based. Yeah. Ugh. Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> yeah, he came out as Hickory Dickory oh! Duck! <laughs> I Goku's got a small <laughs> Uh Well, you do see Goku's dick a lot That's in that cartoon, true. by the way. What's in the I've been Famicom? watching it again. Distressingly yeah. true. Yeah. I'll show you my Sailor Moon! Oh! <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a, a tiny you inside of a bigger you, but it's still disturbing. Yeah, Maurice Sendak's The Night <clears throat> Kitchen has nothing on original flavor Dragon Ball. Yeah, lots of peeing, lots of tiny dicks. Uh-huh. Anyway, I think there's like a whole thing about how Goku can't tell if someone's male or female without touching their dick. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He smacks their crotch, and that's how he knows if they're wimp. He's, he's totally not woke. That's, that's yeah. the non-woke <laughs> position to have in 2016. Uh, you needed a game genie to wake the game. <laughs> woke the game. I think we should probably jump ahead to... Number two. This is a fighting game. I don't know. Maybe it'll help if I play that same fight from the Japanese point of view. Yeah! 
I guess it doesn't. I help think I know no. be- only because we talked about it. Yeah. So right. um, I don't want to say all you is say, it Michael. I feel Castlevania or something. This is Street Combat. Yes. Uh, Man, that's awesome. Which, I feel like Hammerman just, just <laughs> fell in love. <laughs> which was a completely uh, palette changed version of a Ronda One Half game. Ah. Uh, that's why you asked me here. <laughs> Because we are 90s anime as fuck up That's true, yeah. That's another game. I think, was there, like, there was one Ramna game, either on PlayStation or Super Nintendo, where it was, again, like, uh, if you want this, it's very rare, and we're, we're going to s- make you spend, like, 80 bucks to get it at right. Funko Land. Probably, is that Ramna 1 half hard battle, you're thinking? Yeah. Of, or, yeah, that, that was, like, the one oh, I'm not came... half hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the one game that came to the U.S. Yeah. Was that PlayStation? I thought there was an arcade oh. game that like everybody was transfixed on, but it had mm. the it had the ramen name. Yeah, yeah. ramen. The ramen. 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 One half. But like you play this, and it really is just like, well, do we pay ten thousand dollars for this license, or do we pay one thousand dollars and hire an artist to? Dan. to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to just repaint all of these sprites and, and redesign new characters. Put mustaches on all the characters. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Different hats. But, uh, so you started out with this very heavy, like, you know, Chinese by way of Japan anime theme. Here's here's the title from the Ranma game. That's the, uh... The Scottish National Anthem? Is this all the Ranma music? Because yeah, that's that, the Ranma that first music. one was like when you hear when you see the episode title that uh, little ah. sting. Yeah, wow, that's good memory. I haven't <laughs> watched this since like ninety. Bob watched this last night. <laughs> I have Crunchyroll yeah. and Funimation Ooh, accounts. So oh, look out nice. for me. Uh, meanwhile, which one's he, better? Just out of curiosity, uh, probably Crunchyroll. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. but they're well, both good. Crunchyroll also has a free thing where you can like mm. watch terrible ads and then you, you get to watch a bunch of <laughs> I stuff. Have for to free. imagine they're <laughs> terrible ads. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but like Hulu's great ads. Uh, Geico, Geico, <laughs> Geico. So yeah, this, this is the music that again pops up when you first play Ranma, etc. Here's the street combat version. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> Way better. This is like when you buy an $80 synthesizer and you, there's like a button that just says hip hop. I can just, oh man. I, I can, can see, yeah, I can see a display in a mall circa 92. Like, just hit this button. It's that easy. Yeah. Just see, see fucking cool spot throwing a used condom <laughs> at Paul Abdul. That's all I hear. That's all I see when I hear that music. Yeah, wow. I just want to go like, it's very specific. <laughs> My name is Michael. I'm here to say. I like your localization in a major way. <laughs> is it a major is it way? a major way? Nice, nice. See, I didn't actually have a thing to say after Mm -hmm. I said that, so I'm glad you jumped in. I'm I'm really good at freestyling on the Nas. Nice. I feel like that would be a great song to go along with my montage of me getting good at basketball. (laughs) (laughs) But I want I want to say first off to talk about the games themselves. They are both. Fucking horrible. There was never a good Ranma fighting game or I, the, Ranma game in general, it just, right? It was 
I, the, if you didn't see that Disney video, it was the first thing I ever saw that looked like the car, a cartoon, the mm-hmm. Ranma fighting game. Uh, I'd never seen yeah. it. It looked astonishing. The, the, I, I played the shit out of the one that came over as Hard Battle. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really liked it. I, I can acknowledge in retrospect it was not great, mm-hmm. but it was still fun. I just like playing as a giant panda. Yeah. That's all yeah. it was That's fun. what you I remember. Could not, Genma, right? You could not play by default as a giant panda uh. in the original. Like The story mode you either played... As female Ranma or male Ranma. Ranma one half, for those of you who don't know, oh, is about oh, a martial artist who falls into a cursed spring where a girl drowns. So now every time he gets wet, he turns into a girl, and uh, he's constantly attacked by other people who turn into other springs or who fell into other springs where other things drowned, and they turn into those things. Very quick synopsis there. But the game, like it has a, a dedicated wet button, the Y button to jump. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, like that. There's a special button, and it's just very slow and clunky. And Street Combat sought to rectify this by, like, instead of Ranma and female Ranma, you have Steven, Ooh, Steven. and armored Stefan Urkel. <laughs> Steven is just a robot a, a blonde dude with a pompadour and like uh, yeah. future sunglasses oh. from Pizza Hut. And oh, the kid did. And pecs that jiggle for some reason. <laughs> He's right over there. I got a kid with action figure in this very studio. <laughs> wow, that's horrible. Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, then they, they changed a bunch of the other characters. Like Genma becomes Tyrone, who's like a, a hip-hop clown with like just God. this weird little... Eric Abadu saying yeah. about. Uh, it's called Homie the Clown. Mm. He, he, he sort around. of looks like Homie. He has like hair horns, but like no nose or anything. Hachi like, and Whiteface. See, I would know this, but uh, Dave, don't play that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like so much work. They could have just written Rumiko Takahashi a paycheck. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's difficult to understand. War games hard to make. I know they all had smaller teams and Shorter deadlines. Yeah, I feel like recreating every sprite yeah. is a lot of work. Yeah, wasn't yeah. there somebody out there with a decent idea or a local IP you nope. could make a game after? Why him? would you do that when you could uh, <laughs> pattern the, the Kendo character a- after yeah. Guile and just, it's Guile with a sword, everybody, look! Guess, we call him G.I. Jim because we're out of ideas. There were so many Street Fighter clones, I guess it really didn't matter yeah. Uh, yeah. what you were trying to do. Or that's if that's it really all I think they were trying to do. Yeah. It's like, we need to cash in on this now. We yeah. have access to this game. Do you know who developed it? Uh, well, I know it was published by IRM. IRM, got I it, had yeah. a blood feud against them when I was in high school. Is, that, this is came it because Michael Kubickle? Huh? Is it because Michael mm-hmm. No, it's because of this game. Oh, because okay. I was a huge <laughs> Ranma fan. It's like, how dare... Th- now I can never have a Ranma game. And in retrospect, it's like, uh, it, I wouldn't have liked it anyway. <laughs> it was awful. It's pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. I didn't right. miss anything. No. Let's, uh, let's move on to... This is the revelation I wanted to make for everybody. Yeah, I don't. Um, but we're we're talking about a very specific game in this series to oh. start off with. Which one? Uh, this is Kid Clown in Nightmare so World. So gross. So gross. It, like this <laughs> looks disgusting. I hate <laughs> really, it so much. Like it's the it's, isometric uh, game where no, you're just running. Or? No, ac- that's that's another crazy part of this. So Kid okay, Clown began as a side-scroller, which then led to its own isometric series with, like, a a complete character and world redesign. Mm. Uh, Kid Clown in Nightmare World was, Kid Clown and his family are going to Kansas in a rainstorm. Nightmare asks... The the evil magician Nightmare shows up and asks for Kid Clown's help. Or Nightmare. Nightmare. I am the okay. mayor of night. Elected <laughs> office. It's a pun on Nightmare, obviously. He only governs at night. Oh, but So here is the stage select music for Kid Clown. Kid Clown 
my game. So mm-hmm. generically pleasant. Here's the music from the Japanese Ooh, game that this. it was originally. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is complicated. So, yeah, this is really complicated. We're about to open a whole fucking can of worms. So I believe it started as Roger Rabbit. Yeah, so this is, Ooh, I should say, the name of this series is... that Kid Clown was shoehorned into mm-hmm. is Crazy, Crazy Castle, Castle in the U.S. This is this my video. It's still going to be entitled. Uh, no, let's, let's so, reveal it here. Yeah, this, this began with Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. which was a Famicom Disk System game. Yes. But when Chemco, the developers, wanted to bring it to the U.S., they found out, oh... LJN has the license. Yeah, Rare and LJN. They've got mm-hmm. a really shitty game they want to play. A really out. shitty but game. But there are still weasels in Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle, correct? Um, no. But Bugs okay. Bunny's Crazy Castle replaced the weasels with Sylvester. The oh. But there was also a Bugs Famicom Bunny's always enemy. Disk System version <laughs> that had Mickey Mouse in it as well. That came out oh, like a, yeah, a less so, than a year later. So, yeah, there's a the thing. You had the original Roger Rabbit, Roger Rabbit. and Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, M- Mickey Mouse was inserted yeah. into... And for the uh, most part, Mickey Mouse was in the series in Japan but for on, a while. But on Game Boy. When, mm-hmm. when Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle went to Game Boy, it was, retitled, it was titled Mickey Mouse in Japan. Jesus Christ. Same <laughs> basic game, though. Because Capcom like had a Mickey license. <laughs> was squandered upon Mickey Mouse Capade. So <laughs> my first my first oh, game God. of all time. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just gonna say like that's the game that made me. What's realize, this like, game, Chris? Yeah, no, my bad. Mickey Mouse Capade. No, that's not Mickey Mouse. Capade. No, oh, this Roger Rabbit. Well, technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Bugs Roger Bunny's, Rabbit slash Bugs Bunny. Bugs Crazy Bunny's Castle. Crazy Cat. And Crazy Castle. I, then I was gonna play that. I love the box art for this. I never liked this game. Nobody liked this game. They're bad, and I think this is like the mall t-shirt stand of video games. Like, what (laughs) do you want on it? It totally (laughs) is. Because like this, and, and this, just watch, guys. Like, rollerblading, I'll draw you in rollerblading. This is going to be a roller coaster of IP enthusiasm, <laughs> yeah. and we're on the descent. It devolves into like the most cynical IP cash. I love grab it so much in video game history. So, so I believe in Japan, by the third one, there it was still a Mickey Mouse game, but the yeah, license... the third one is Kid Clown. Okay. Which is a completely different style of game than everything else in this series. Everything else is like. Each level is like a puzzle thing where you have to, like, non-linear, you have to run around and gather all of, like, hearts or carrots or whatever it is. And then you move on to the next From thing. And Chemco? They're mild puzzles. It's kind of Donkey Kong-ish. Yeah, Chemco. Kid Clown, also known as Mickey Mouse 3 uh, <laughs> Balloon Dreams. Oh, okay. Is a game, is, it's like a more Mario Brothers style platformer where, or Super Mario style platformer where... You are running through these big open stages, throwing balloons at things. I have played this. Like the the changes that were made between Mickey Mouse three and Kid Clown are basically to remove other Disney characters that mm. appear. There were <laughs> like in in the Mickey Mouse version, there was like a vulture from uh, Jungle Book that was a boss. Wow, the, for the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, giant from Mickey and the Beanstalk, yeah. who was replaced with a Cyclops. Uh, the vulture was replaced with an owl. Mm-hmm. And then the final boss in the Mickey version is the Horn King from the Black Cauldron, who's who replaced, forget? replaced with Nightmare, the evil magician. Wow. Wow, holy shit. But, <laughs> yeah. but it was the third game that like there was like a giant licensing fiasco that like England got it as 
a Ghostbusters game. Yeah. No, that's the fourth The fourth game. one, my bad. Which I was going to build to. My bad, my bad. It sounded, it sounded like you were done. I'm like, no, it's not no, over. No, no, no. <laughs> they, we've got so much more ground to cover. <laughs> so the uh, the fourth game, again, as you pointed out, like here's, here's how it sounds on Game Boy in its original Japanese form. Uh, here's how it sounds in North America. <laughs> so, God. All they Do they did, only afford half the notes? <laughs> so it's, it's like a shitty Load Runner knockoff. Yeah. All they did was replace the character of Mickey with Peter, Peter Venkman. Venkman. The most motivated Ghostbuster. Yeah, of course. He always wants to go on adventures, everybody. Am I right? <laughs> and instead of a jackhammer to dig holes, he gets a proton pack to dig holes. Uh, also, in Europe... In Europe, they, could, they didn't have the Ghostbusters license. They, they had Garfield. 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 Oh, this is perfect because Lorenzo Music did voices for both of them at some point. Yeah, right? if only Game Boy allowed for voices. So. Yeah. In the uh, Ghostbusters game, are, instead of fighting enemies, are you just nagging Sigourney Weaver? Yes, uh, if only. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're digging Go back and holes. Watch it. You're digging you'll, holes uh, so that things. which monsters can fall in. <laughs> um, also, that that wasn't the first time this uh, this series got went crazy with its licenses. Mickey Mouse Two, aka Bugs Bunny Crazy <laughs> Castle Two, on Game Boy, also became Hugo. Which is like tied in with like a Scandinavian cartoon oh. about a troll. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> it's also popular in Germany. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I feel like again they the, just replaced the main character. But look how how we've slid from here. We're at Mickey Mouse, yeah. uh-huh. arguably the most recognizable person in the world. Yeah. Bugs Bunny. We've gone from down to Peter Venkman <laughs> and then down to Garfield. Can it get any lower? Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Yeah. Can it <laughs> yeah. who, do, who does have a DS game that I have? Uh. I but feel... can we get any lower on the IP IP ladder, Mickle? That's about as low as it goes. No, it's not. Well, ex- until the <laughs> fifth game. Uh-oh. So, it gets worse. I want to say, uh, yeah, third game, Kid Clown. That's weird. Fourth game, Mickey, real Ghostbusters. Stays Mickey in Japan pretty consistently. Yep. Mickey Mouse 5 was Mickey Mouse Magic Wands in the U.S. Again, for Game Boy. Gross. Not for, fuck, Super- GBA? Uh, Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle 3 was consistent across the board mm-hmm. in all territories for Game Boy Color, uh, also known as Go, Go, Kid, Soryuke. Uh, <laughs> Let's sure. go, kid, go, go, kid, uh, according to the Wikipedia. So far, every one of these licenses would be cool to have on the back of, the, of a leather jacket it in would. fifth grade. It would. Have an H&M shirt. <laughs> uh, Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle, again for Game Boy Color, consistent across Japan and North America. Crazy Castle 5. <laughs> I know you know what this is, but any guesses? Finish the fight. Uh, I don't know. We're sliding low I on the cartoon IP scale. Just because you, you s- let me make it Brazilian character. Let me make it painfully obvious. Okay. Oh no! God, is a fucking hideous game that shoehorns in Woody Woodpecker for some reason. Crazy Castle Five. He looks like. A PlayStation polygon character uh, animated in 2D. It's also a legit sample of uh, Walter Lance's wife. 
doing a Woody oh, Woodpecker so Live. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a uh, little trivia on that. Uh, Mel Blank did the voice you see, and they like, guess who? That's Mel Blank, who later sued them for never getting paid, even though he used the oh, voice wow. in every one of their cartoons. Wow. And then Woody Woodpecker was taken over by the the wife of Walter Lance, the creator and uh, producer director of oh, most I, Woody Woodpecker I cartoons. Say, I want to say also all of these, mm-hmm. regardless of the license, have ridiculously convoluted mm-hmm. openings that they do not need mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> and this How is how do we get to the Crazy Castle? By this is no exception. Like, yeah, Woody Woodpecker is. Sitting at home on his computer or whatever, <laughs> and a, a magic fairy who's drawn in a completely different style shows up and says, "Like we need your help in this magical land. You need to come with me through the dimensional portal or whatever." Just have the simple story of like, if I stay in this crazy castle for a whole day, I get a million dollars. It's part <laughs> of the will. Yeah, I'm so tired of what these crazy you... castles, Andy Panda. <laughs> it seems that the Mickey Mouse license is extraordinarily expensive, uh, and no one cares about Mickey because uh, yeah. if you remember the SNES game, The Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. there were two sequels. I don't think yeah. we got either one of them in America. I'm pretty uh, sure. They, they might have gone straight to GBA. They did much later, but even like when Bonkers, the cartoon, wanted <laughs> to use Mickey, they're like, you get one glove. That's yeah. it, just one glove. It's very... Jeez. You can't it's say his name. That, it, it's shitty, and I don't mean to defend Disney, but, like, Mickey means more? Like, like he almost serves no purpose as a character. It, it, it'd be like, uh, hey, can we just get the AT&T logo to play a boss yeah, in this exactly. game? Like, it, <laughs> oh, but that third Magical Quest game looks so yeah, yeah. good. Oh, it's beautiful. I have, it in bo- I have it in box. Look for it. Shrink wrap. AT&T is in the sequel to Food <laughs> Fight, Phone Fight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Verizon, uh-huh. AT&T, and Sprint. And all the phones. Fuck. Did you just come up with that? That's depressing. I, uh, I actually optioned it. I, oh, for okay. fifteen million dollars. Nice, nice. So, I hope uh, you. I hope you did write that. Bye, script. everybody. And, and the sixth <laughs> game starred the terrible Thunder Lizards. That's how far we oh, slid. I would buy that. <laughs> well, there is one place worse to go than Woody Woodpecker. Where's that? Chili Willy. Chili Chili Willy's. Oh. These cart- Those cartoons are pretty great, and I think they're not shown that much anymore. One, they're, they're inconsistent in quality, and Woody Woodpecker is not like a Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny tends to get fucked with first. You think of any cartoon, like someone mm. kind of sticks a gun in his face, or like. Breaks his tuba. Yeah, interferes and, with his home. And Woody yeah. doesn't need provocation to commit horrendous, like no, cons- like considerably more violent acts upon people. I have seen him shoot people through the chest. <laughs> like Woody, like those cartoons are menace. awesome. Like I love Woody Woodpecker like war cartoons. War veterans and uh, they, look- <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> they look great with it. Like every like welcome back from the war. <laughs> an itchy and scratchy level of unprovoked violence. Like that is evident in a lot of Woody's early cartoons. And I just that I have no other venue. You ever go? to Universal Studios and they fucking try and treat Woody like they're Mickey like <laughs> get the f- there's like anybody under 20 does not know who this is <laughs> that, and you, you park in the Woody lot the Andy Panda lot whoever the fuck that vulture is oh Andy Panda um, I did I bought I have two two look at that fucking rip off Vinylmation they were trying to rip off Vinylmation at Universal Studios I'm like I'm the only one buying these uh, and I'll take Chili Willy and Woody Woodpecker, please. But it, it really shows, like, a devaluing of the, the IP when, like, mm-hmm. the only contribution that a character makes to a game is their likeness. That, yeah. like, you have this character, you didn't, you're not using any of the other characters, uh, except, like, his niece and nephew from, like, the Whitman comics or whatever. Oh, my Jesus. God. Yeah, uh, in the latter-day 80s cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and like, you, you take him into a world that, like, he doesn't really belong in, mm-hmm. and he has to just hunt for keys. <laughs> the, and, the, like, the what how I tried to describe it in the script I had written was that, like, it's the most, like, Crazy Castle is the product 
and these characters are just in, momentarily <laughs> endorsing them. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're there to just sell yeah. the shitty games to you. It's sort is, of like you it's remember... It's a series that, that it, they hire someone new to star in every time. It's crazy if you Meanwhile, think about it. Meanwhile, Mickey Mascapade is canon. That it's, all happens it in real time. <laughs> You remember, but, but it's like it's like the Kentucky Fried Chicken campaign. That every uh, time every time you see it again, there's a different celebrity playing the character. But do you, <laughs> you remember that trio of games that came out for Wii? It was like Ninja Bread Man and two games that were like yeah, these are the like, exact God. same yeah. game. Yeah. It's just reskinned with different yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same level design, same. They didn't even. And they're all yeah. terrible. Yeah. The but Woody one looking the best. By that, the way. That's what yeah. that's what Crazy Castle yeah. is. It's just. A kind of mediocre game that they slap a cartoon character yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's all an anime, like a giant pile of monkey's yeah. paws for animation. Yeah. Look, if it's I'm like, going to play a game with a character named Woody, the, my first choice is going to be Wild Woody on the Sega CD, which Jesus was a Christ. platformer starring a pencil. That, for Woody Pop. Yeah. I don't know. I just my, watched the cutscenes to that because yeah. someone put it on Facebook. <laughs> that shit is insane. A Tasmanian devil, but he's also a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> my second choice Why will not? be Woody and Disney Extreme Skateboarding yes. on PS2. You see that sick lip trick with <laughs> Woody? Uh, with uh, uh, Lincoln Park in it? Oh, uh, Some 41. No, no. Trust company. Trust company. Trust company. Downfall. But do that. I, I, I will another say another side of me, Disney. <laughs> I will say I played a handful of the Crazy Castle series last night. Of those, Kid Clown is probably the best uh, that I played. Um, sad statement. <laughs> but it, it, like, it does say something that like he became his own series. Like yeah. it, they, they radically redesigned the character. He's like this dumpy kid with blue hair in the first game, and then he's like he's actually a clown slash. Like they they designed this complicated mythology that didn't need to be there for the later <laughs> kid clown games where like. He's no, he's he's flies a fighter to go rescue a clown princess from the clown planet. And like nowadays, you would describe him as like a shape shifting trickster who has momentarily taken the form of other popular characters. <laughs> yeah, this has been a this has been a kid clown game the smart. whole fucking time. Yeah. I think in 2016 we should call this game Bugs Bunny's Neurodivergent Castle <laughs> to be completely it's, PC. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking tragic that Bugs Bunny again might be one of my might be in my top two favorite characters that has ever existed. He's the best. And he's never had a good game. Of uh, what kind. about Space Jam on the PS1? Fucking terrible. <laughs> what? He's one of like 18 selectable terrible basketball players. <laughs> Rabbit Rampage is... I want it to be good, but it's not. There I mean, is, it's okay. There is an Elite Beat Agents ripoff for DS with public really? domain music. With, oh, good. But, it's, it's, but all that music was evident in the old Looney Tunes cartoon, so it almost makes sense, but it's a rhythm game, and it's the best they've ever had, and I, I just mm. think that's tragic. I love the Looney mm. Tunes. Just wrote about them this week on LaserTimePodcast.com in regards to Animal Olympics, which yeah. I... <laughs> that my, is my, straight up furry porn. My end thesis, thesis was like, this just should have started Looney Tunes characters. I agree. That yeah. This would have been so much better, We would this movie wouldn't have been forgotten. But not as sexy. Not It was a little sexy. There are enough... Uh, uh, the jiggling ass of that I, African... Running Lola line. Bunny photos I have in my phone. <laughs> uh, that was much later. And again, that's the thing. Looney Tunes eventually had a stupid sports movie. Why weren't you? Just, why didn't you just do Anna Olympus? I was going to say one last thing about Kid Clown. Yes. If do you, did you like the levels in Crash Bandicoot where you're running toward the camera away from a boulder? No one did. Uh, you mean the last level of Uncharted Four? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's was he running a polar bear? <laughs> that's what the Kid Clown sequels were. That just just that the entire game. You're just oh, running down the hill. Free runners. Yeah, trying to to run away from. They were something. all isometric, right? Like yes. he was just running in from the side of the yeah, screen. There, there yeah, there was a Japan only PlayStation one that had ridiculously animated cutscenes. The like, graphics are so good, but they're hard to play. Oh, 
yeah. Yeah, yeah. just awful, awful games. Anything but... isometric. Sorry. Sorry, UK. <laughs> Fuck kid clown. Again, that'll be like the fucking insane clown posse animated series. <laughs> I'm not dying to see this. <laughs> All right. On that note, we should probably shut this thing down. Take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some new, some other stuff. Stay tuned. Get scratching. Hey, Elston. Yes. What do you think of No Man's Sky? Yeah, it's uh, promising. That's for sure. It's promising. A lot of open space, but uh, I'm not committed yet to purchase it just Ooh, yet. Well, this is good because this episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Gamefly, which is basically Netflix yeah. for games. A great way that I could try this game and then make the determination. I, I loved No Man's Sky, but I can concede it is not for everybody. Maybe you want to try it. Maybe you want to try it for free. Well, guess what? Video Game Apocalypse listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with a free trial of Gamefly. And guess what? They also have movies. You want to watch a video game related movie like anything but the Super Mario Brothers we're gonna put in other stuff there later yeah right? we can do okay. something yeah. I'll take care of it but think about it baby Overwatch Street Fighter 5 No Man's Sky you could try out all, you could toss all that in your queue and play as much as you want during your 30 day trial and who knows you might want to stay on or maybe upgrade your plan to 2 to 3 games a month I know you've heard this before but if you've been burned by a bad game and hey maybe uh, stiffed on a, a trade-in at a certain stop for games, mm. maybe it's a this is a better price for you to try every game while essentially spending like what you'd spend on two and a half games per year. Gamefly could be the service for you. Maybe you want to get started with a Gamefly trial and start playing more games for a lot less money. How would I get this ball rolling? Oh man, Gamefly's going to love that I sold at least one person. Elston, you can go to GameflyOffer.com slash GameflyOffer uh-huh. Dot com uh-huh. slash laser time. You will not believe how many tabs I just opened. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. I got to get out of here. <laughs> and get started with your free 30-day trial. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Uh, my company I work for, Fandom or Wikia, they are having a presence at the Star Trek 50th anniversary celebration in Las Vegas. I want to go and adopt a persona and put a giant cowboy hat on. I've ever I want to win 200, like, I'd say 500, however much it costs to be fitted for a stupid suit. Because I want that as part of the montage of my life with Dean Martin's kick in the head at the very end. I have to be fitted for a suit in Vegas. It has to be vanilla colored. It's going to be great. Can it be 
scenes from like Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Ain't that a hole in the bowl? Well, I mean, like your suit is just stitched together. Oh, scenes wait, yeah, I can, I can do like that. Like Hoth and yeah. Chewbacca. Oh, that. <laughs> so a texture pack. Yes, <laughs> like, it is. Get bonus time, Laser Times Weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcasts, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. that on Twitter. I forget who tweeted it. Apologies if you tweeted this, but apparently... Okay, Alpha Chicken, we all know Alpha Chicken, of course. It was a multi-platform game in the mid-90s, a puzzle platformer. Uh, more on... of a mohawk and headphone jack kind oh, of guy. Oh, man, okay. Sorry, Mr. Uh, <laughs> awesome Possum. Bloody da high class. But uh, apparently if you called the number, you would hear that whoever that was, Hey, everybody, I'm going to be in a game store. I'm going to parents buy Alpha Chicken or suck my dick. I'm about to come. I'm going to come in every we... toy store. Just <laughs> you just you watch. That's a clue. I'm going to come all over everything. <laughs> Show me how my ass tastes, Arrow the Acrobat. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Alpha Chicken doing really Don't bad improv. Help. I like I like at the point it was like I'm, I'm cool I'm really cool it's uh, I'm a, I'm a game cartridge I, I nothing says cool more than somebody saying they're cool my, my favorite I'm a girlfriend part. you don't know where she's from Canada and we've, listened to, <laughs> <laughs> we've listened to this like twice and it's yes. like he you catch like a tiny bit of platform bias and I work best on Super Nintendo oh. and Game Boy <laughs> this like is the, the only game I'm aware of that's on both NES and PlayStation. Yeah. It, it was like wow. 1994. It straddled worlds. Where is our <laughs> Kickstarter, our modern Kickstarter, with like maybe like a Snapchat you can dial into? <laughs> hey, I'm just a guy. You can see me now. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I never understood this game when it was current. I, like, it just came out of nowhere with this huge marketing blitz. Like, wait, why do you think I care about this? Yeah, yeah even as the, like a 13-year-old, I'm like, you're, you're trying too hard with yeah. this Alfred Chicken guy. Like Earthworm Man. Jim, I got to know. <laughs> but then I found out a fundamentalist Indeed. made him, and I was like, "No thanks." <laughs> well, you know, I'm the Alpha Chicken, and you are all Beta Cucks. <laughs> <laughs> Those Beta Clucks. Yeah. Beta, beta Clucks. There you go. There you go. Or Beta Cucks. So the most anybody's talked about Alfred Chicken in wow. several years. You're welcome, oh, yeah. Mindscape. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bob, for bringing that to our attention. Oh, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad it enlightened all of us. But with that said, we should probably jump in with. Bound, which is a really cool game for Jennifer Tilly movie. I wanted to make the show. No, it's that's the <laughs> Matrix guys. <laughs> well, you're actually the Wachowski siblings. It's interesting. Bound is made by the people who did uh, Homeward Bound. Huh? Never mind. No. <laughs> Gas so, roll, dogs roll. 
It's a very what it is is a very pretty game that looks sort of like if you've played Assassin's Creed, it looks like when you're in the Animus and everything's just like all geometric and flat. Mm-hmm. You play as a princess who all of her moves are motion captured ballet. Oh yeah, this is the new PlayStation uh, Summer of Arcade, but not oh that. yes, PlayStation yes, Play exactly. Summer whatever. I saw games. this in the store when I clicked on it. I'm like, you don't want to give me a screenshot or a trailer yeah. or anything? It's a summer of thoughtfulness. Yeah. <laughs> so they did Linger in Shadows. Datura or Datura, oh, however yeah, you want to yeah, pronounce yeah. it. I Datura. played that with the move controllers. Yeah. The Cat, game. Catzilla, which I've never actually heard of, and Bound for PS4. Mm. It's just really cool. Like It, it has kind of a, an eco-ish feel where you're navigating these puzzle levels and... Occasionally, big monsters show up to sort of menace you. There is obviously, like, this is... all your Everything you're doing is like a weird metaphor for something that's happening to a family that you catch glimpses of in cutscenes in the real world. But it's it's hyper-stylized, hmm. very pretty, uh, really cool. Was Sony showing this off at uh, E3? I feel like yes. they give indie mm-hmm. games such little service It, it was E3. playable at E3. Okay, wow. That's, that's why their press it. conference this year was just like... No indie games whatsoever, really. Yeah, like even like Persona Five, which is big, got maybe two point three seconds in their sizzle reel. That was basically it. But I feel like indie games aren't getting as much space anymore in the in in with the corporate line, you know, with the conferences and things like that. So it's it's weird that I'm just I'm just finding out about this. Yeah, that is sort of weird. I mean, I think they're they're indies because their appeal is kind of limited, and I think. Sony and Microsoft were using them at a time like, we don't have any first-party games, yeah. so let's pay for these little things that, that look extravagant and brief flourishes. We either promote um, the first-person shooter collection or uh, this indie game. Let's yeah. put the indie game. And or- I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bashing these indie games because they're lovely. If anything, like, I'll lead off the news. The new hum- Humble Bundle's out, and it looks excellent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Go buy yeah, I, I feel bad I don't know about this. It looks really good, though, and mm-hmm. I, I should give it a try. Because, I, uh, I totally try to look at it on the PlayStation Store. I don't know what they've done to that store, but nothing loads up for me. Mm. Aww. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this week, Grow Up, the sequel to Grow Home. Oh, okay. Uh, oof, man. Which you, may, you might have played a little bit of it, Bob, earlier this I week. I did not get a chance to play that game, actually. I'm sorry. I, 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 was, at, I was at the event, but... I, I remember I saw, I saw like a little snippet of Grow Home, right? Yeah. Grow Home? Yeah, and then like I'm like, oh, that looks like an adorable indie game that I shall pass on. It was free on PS4. For no, I, I I own what? it, and, yeah. then, and then for one at some Damn some it. point, I clicked on a Facebook video and like I watched about forty minutes of Grow Home and sort of kicked myself for like, why didn't I play this? This looks fucking charming. So this and- is uh, Ubisoft, correct? Yes. Okay. Like I do like these smaller projects in general by them. I feel like they have a house style for their for their mainline games, but I do like when they deviate from that. Yeah. yeah this this Child of Lights. Out, and yeah. And uh, the War the Valiant Hearts. Yeah. Violent Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Grow Home mm-hmm. is has a really interesting history in that it kind of sprung out of this thing where like developers at Ubisoft are encouraged to sort of foster weird mm-hmm. ideas that they have internally, and it's like. Yeah, if you can turn this into something, maybe we can uh, publish it as a game. Mm. And so Grow Home, I think, started as a procedural animation hmm. test where this robot who just sort of reacts dynamically to his surroundings and moves very unsteadily. It's like watching a very fast toddler. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a cute robot. Yeah. It reminds yeah, me of a it, chibi-robo. He is, he is really cute. His I was going to say Bud. that uh, Unravel, like the Unravel robot could be bros with the uh, <laughs> yeah. robot. Yeah, kind of. What, is, what, Yarny? Yeah. Is Yarny a robot? No, I'm but saying But they're like, both red. He, he, he <laughs> is to fabric what uh, Grow Home robot is to... To boxes? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, also, Grow Up has the great tagline, I don't shut up, I grow up. And when I look at you, I, I throw, throw up. up. <laughs> and uh, when your mom it. sees it, she licks it up. Dave. Yeah. Dave's mom licks up vomit, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Grow yeah, Home. Yeah, Stand By Me. Stand on By Me reference, by the way. Yeah. It's our commentary this week. Yeah. Grow Home is about a, he's, he's this little robot. He, he grows grew plants. all the way home. And he can <laughs> grow plants instantly, and they all have, mm-hmm. like, weird uh, functions. Like And playing Grow Up, it... Uh, moves the action like you have this huge open planet mm-hmm. on which you're supposed to grow these giant star plants. And to to do this, to help you do this, you have all these other plants that you find that you can... Once you find them, you in me- can immediately copy them, and then they're just in your library, and you can uh, synthesize their seeds and grow them instantly. And they all do weird things, like, for example, a sporkid is a... It's like a... Uh, Spoon and a fork. Uh-huh. So the you can eat Taco Bell Wright. very efficiently. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a uh, like a it grows a bulb that when you grab it turns into a rocket, propels you upward. Uh, there are other ones that bounce. There's like a, a cactus that you can grow that's enormous and climb around on top of it. Uh, it's it's weirdly fun and relaxing, and uh, yeah, you spend a lot of time exploring ridiculous heights. You have a glider now that can take you up really high. I don't disappear very often to, into raw, unglamorous gameplay footage. Mm-hmm. So I don't normally click on it, but this somehow... I, I was, yeah, sort of embarrassed that I didn't ever touch Grow Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked, it looks like uh, the same fun I'm having with No Man's Sky, kind of like there's, there's like some gameplay and just like half... Chill. <laughs> Relax a little bit. This isn't going to break your balls. Yeah. Mm. There's some more stuff coming from Ubisoft. Uh, there's a battleship game based on the classic board what? game. Uh, there is Risk Urban Assault, which is like a post-apocalyptic version of Risk, almost. Like, uh, so like a, if you cross Donald Trump gets elected. Uh, <laughs> if you cross Risk with The Division, it's sort of like that. The where You're battling for control of different cities that have been struck by cataclysms. Mm. And uh, Uno, finally. Uh, fucking Uno. I can't, I can't believe the affection for Uno from gamers. Yeah. That, like, it <clears throat> sort of led the charge of online games for the 360. Weirdly <laughs> enough, okay, so I listen to game music while I write just because there's no lyrics to disrupt my brain. And the Uno soundtrack uh, for the original yeah. 360 release is so good and so yeah. relaxing. Like, I cannot believe that music is in an Uno game. It's a perfect music to be shown a penis to. Exactly. For, <laughs> for people doing cocaine. <laughs> which well, I've heard happens a lot in the, the, the old new Uno experience. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta draw four! <laughs> Wild! <laughs> the new Uno does have video chat. I'll just mm. say that. Get well, ready to see my penis. Ready to see my penis. Mm. Also out this week... Uh, my dick. For Harambe. <laughs> well, it's respectful then. Metroid Prime Freedom F- or Federation Force. Feder- Metroid yeah. Prime Force. Federation. Oh, Force. this is my most eagerly anticipated game. So uh, it's out is, on Friday. So this is the only game I'm aware of that has had at least twenty thousand signatures on it. <laughs> petition to cancel its <laughs> release. Removed. I have nothing against it, but I feel like at this point in the 3DS's life, um, it does not need a co-op game because I get zero mm. street passes coming to San Francisco, a major city yeah. in America. I get almost zero every time I come here. I, I, so I, I feel used, like I, it's been a while since I've done the street pass yeah. thing. I think I told this story, but when I was at E3 this year, uh, I've like wandered around like I might as well get some street passes while I'm here, 
I got like three just wandering around on really? the floor. I only started to get significant numbers when I went straight to Nintendo's booth. Exactly, yeah. That's where all the Nintendo fans congregate. I mean, I remember being at conventions and just like, you could not, man, it was full yeah, inbox like, every five seconds. Uh, ten minutes have passed by, I better clear out my street pass. But you guys not playing like uh, Monster Hunter and doing co-op yeah. and that? So Monster it's, Hunter, I feel like there's always people there for that game because yeah. of the audience. Yeah, you have a um, guild card you can register. It's like a street yeah. pass within the game you can do. It's not any, totally inconceivable that Nintendo would want something akin well, to that and that maybe that's what they that's, want. I think of. it's too little too late for the, the kind of game I think Metroid Freedom Force is. Like yeah. It looks to be like a, this is like one of those shooters you like on your other systems. Oh, we have no yeah. idea what to do. And we put it in this franchise, but we don't know what else to do I, with either. I, I am I am uh, confident about this game. For one thing, it's being made by Next Level Games, who mm. have nearly a spotless record when it comes to That's Nintendo really true, games. yeah. It, it, Mario Striker is my favorite Wii game. Punch-Out Wii, uh, is, Luigi's Mansion 3DS. I, all, all of these I love. Dark Spider-Man, Moon. Friend or Foe. I mean, yeah, no, when, 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 oh, they're third, oh. when they're third party. I reviewed that, uh, actually. I think I gave it a five. Uh, yeah. But but it's more that like uh, Bob, I think Triforce Heroes. That Triforce Heroes has a shell of fun in it, but it does it doesn't fucking work. It it, does. it barely functions. Yeah. I gave it a very low score and because this, like the latency, the lag, the and, lack of cooperation is just all terrible. And and I want that game Force, to work so bad. Yeah, so bad. It, yeah. it, 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 re- it requires cooperation. Like the difficulty will be for like what? That was an interesting thing I read. The difficulty is scaled to four people. But if you play single player, you unlock an item that doubles your damage and yeah. doubles your mm. armor. I've heard well, good things about it. Yeah, like well, and your boss, gamer. actually, yes. Jeremy Parrish. He says he likes it. JP? Yeah. yeah, he said it starts out really bad, That uh, especially in the tutorial, that it mm. has, like, it, it forces motion control on you. So it's no. like, yeah, it, it thinks you're going to stand there mm. with your 3DS held out. And turn around in circles to uh, look. The dream of 2011. Ma'am, could you please yeah. get out of your seat? I'm moving my 3DS. <laughs> exactly. Imagine playing that on a crowded bus. What fun. Yeah. But uh, he says that once you get past the tutorial, you can make the, the controls more normal. You mm. don't have a lot of customization. The controls aren't great. But that once you start playing the game proper, it is actually really good. Like, this feels like Metroid Prime. Well, one mm. interesting thing is that uh, Kensuke Tanabe, uh, who is sort of Nintendo's American liaison, he directed Mario 2, mm. our Mario nah. 2, Doki Doki Panic. So he ah, made I love Mario 2. the awesome turnip-throwing Mario yeah. game. Yeah. And he's been responsible for things like Metroid Prime and the Punch-Out game and things like that. Like, he is the American... Like, the Japanese guy comes to America and makes sure they make things that are Nintendo quality. That these untrustworthy Americans <laughs> can actually <laughs> they're, perform they're their jobs. They're all filthy right. and they smell. But, I mean, he is there to make sure they don't uh, screw things up. And I think he's done a great job so far. Like, Donkey Kong Country games, the, the newer ones, have been great. Yeah. And I never liked the old ones. So I feel like I can trust this guy. Like, I feel like he's he knows what he's doing I, and he the, would not steer When you can play Triforce Heroes and it works, it is great. But, like, it also requires an optimal environment with three people, and this just doesn't happen yeah. on a 3DS. It well, do- but you can... Metroid uh, Prime Federation Force mm-hmm. is optimized. Like, it scales to single player. Like, it's not always scaled to multiplayer. Like, he... I think from, from what I read, Parrish's it scales piece. to, like, two players. No, by, he said it, it scales to solo. By a cob- by a, a tiny caveat of, like, the health and damage boost. But, like, um, I, don't, I don't... I don't know. It just... I think we were just more mad at them in conjunction with taking the Metroid re- fan remake down. Mm. It's like, you're selling a shooter on the 3DS in 2016. You could have used any help with yeah. this franchise you could 
For as good as this could be, I don't think yeah. anyone necessarily wants this out of Metroid. I think they yeah. really want a traditional Metroid game, which is yeah. why there are like 30 Kickstarters that have made Metroid-style yeah. games. Like Nintendo, if anyone, should go back to their roots and make like Super Metroid 2 or whatever. But I feel like uh, this is a weird direction that no one really is like, you know, excited for. Yeah, and I'm on record I, saying no. gamers are pig disgusting for fucking like just. This is, I have no idea what this is, but I hate it. Yeah. But like, it's just like if it's an online focused 3DS game, like Monster Hunter does that the best. It yeah, is still the poorest poor performing <laughs> online game I play uh, ever. Well, and I didn't I didn't realize until I read Jeremy Parrish's mm-hmm. piece that they're actually. Like one of the things that people are rebelling against mm-hmm. so strongly is that the the art style is very cutesy. Like mm-hmm. the characters are all squat and super deformed and big headed. I mean, this game should stay forever the same way. I didn't sh- realize change. that there's a precedent for that. In that the original prototype version of a Metroid Zero Hunter? Mission, oh. with the, the 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 Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. remake of the first game, had that same sort of art style. Where it's like, yeah, we're we're doing like an eight bit throwback, so Samus looks very squat. Oh, He's got that. a big head. Are these online? Like, uh... there's a picture in his his article. Oh, cool. So you can you can you go look on at that on usgamer.net. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Us. What gamer. do you know? <laughs> us gamer. I need to read my own website. Us gamer. Right? Dot neat. <laughs> we are neat. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. I will say one of one of Bob's articles on localization inspired next week's article, uh, a Laser Time episode. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Really am. Old friends coming back. Hmm. All right. Well, on that note, we should probably shift forward to. so guilty saying this after the news uh, sound, but you'd miss last week Little King Story PC, and I'm very offended by we that. We talked about it the week before. You did? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I liked what I played of that game, too. Okay. And well, did you end up playing the newer one? I did, and I liked it a lot. So yeah, Little King Story is great. Uh, the PC version apparently has had some problems. I did not suffer any, but apparently some people have, so wait till it's patched, I guess, but it's totally worth the 20 bucks or whatever they're charging for it. It's a it's a lost Wii gem back when no one Sucks, cared about man. the Wii. It's, the it's sort Wii. of like Pikmin, right? Oh, yeah, it's it's, it's Pikmin meets Zelda meets SimCity. It's like yeah. all this this confluence of Nintendo things all happening at once with this great art style and a very dark sense of humor. It's really good. I keep threatening to make an article about games lost on Wii. Yes. People who looked at the giant sales numbers and released a great game there that died immediately. But Mad thanks World, to No More Heroes, one and two. Boy, Boy and his blob, his blob, and little. I didn't think Little King Story would be one to emerge from that. But I just yeah, it's so weird that it's just on the PC for no reason. But yeah. someone someone made it happen. It had, it had like a bad Vita port at some point. But this oh. is like the real Wii game in its full glory, and it, it's great. Well, like, I think what happened is Japanese developers found out about Steam yes. in the last <laughs> year or so. More like, need to, like, yeah, yeah. I like, feel oh, like this more game didn't to. do so well. Let's put it on Steam. See what it, see what happens. Great Give things, it a new life. As it turns out, yes, thirty percent of people will, will pirate it. <laughs> but the six seventy who don't pay money. It may ah. eventually make back its production costs. <laughs> Some of the people who buy our game will make a patch for it that puts it in actual... Uh, yeah, where's uh, that Dark Souls patch yeah. guy? Where's he hiding? He's probably hired by Valve at this point. Vader? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, All right. So take it away, Dave. What do we got oh, for news? Well, wait, wait, wait. Where's that? I know this because... Uh, you already played it. Oh, you did I know this because Dave said it already in the file shutdown. Oh, um, <laughs> that Final Fantasy XV got delayed again. Uh, again, but I. This is a month, so like two months. 
Well, it's, it's like two months a month minus and one eight day. days. Yeah. No, it's literally well, it's two months minus one day. Mm-hmm. It's from September 30th to November 29th. We know how games are made, all of us at this point. Yep. Like, how long is it before the release date they actually burn discs and finalize <laughs> things? Like, um, it's it's actually quicker than you think. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, in my experience, yeah. Well, apparently, I, I haven't, like, super dove into this topic, but apparently, like, they could have put out the game on September 30th, mm-hmm. but it would have required a, like, massive day one patch, mm-hmm. which is just, like... Eh, we'll just wait. We'll put out the full thing in two months because it's not a game that even requires under, an internet. Day one patches, really. I'm totally used to. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it'll never not suck to like try and start un- open yeah. a game out of a box, uh-huh. pop it in. Like, please wait three more hours. I think this is new to Japanese publishers and yeah. developers because like old Square Enix and old Japan would be like, we'll release this flawed game for you now, yes. and then in 18 mm. months, the Japanese audience Special will get edition. the international version, which you will never get, which yeah. has all the improvements we always wanted to add but never did. Nice. So and I feel I, like this is a new thing for Square Enix. Yeah. I really it is think a, it is a beautiful thing. Like, just I saw that Game Informer. I think it's Game Informer list of things that happened in between Final. Final Fantasy 13 versus, which is what this game was being Ugh. announced, mm-hmm. and it's like three Final Fantasy 13 games came out. Every Mass Effect and every Bioshock, Duke Nukem also came out somehow in this period. Um, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 4 and 5. The entire Wii cycle. <laughs> they need wow. to get through Final Fantasy 13. It's been a long ten years. We can we can get this as a people. You're, like, you're saying it's cursed. It's, it's uh, cursed. Yeah, like it I feel like cursed. nothing associated with this brand can go right. It's all like basically like, a few people. Final Fantasy 14 decisions. has already come out. Was broken. Was fixed. Is good and getting better content. Yeah. yeah. In between this game being announced. God. Yeah. Um, in between this game being so, announced. So, yeah, the the November 29th release date is kind of... I don't know if that'll be a big uh, hit against the game because it is after Black Friday, but it's still during the holiday season. I, so it's I not could have like... sworn I heard December was a death slot for games. Uh, I, I love that de- deconstructing that myth. The biggest shopping day of the year has never been Black Friday. It's always been yeah. Christmas Eve, but that's traditionally when people shop for things for other people. Because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we don't shop and for Black, ourselves under deadline. Black Friday yeah. is the day that I buy all the things for me. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, terms of true. like just being in the press, December is basically like July or something where mm-hmm. it's like, everything has come out. What do we do now? Like, oh, yeah. let's do our top ten list. Hurry, somebody, write yeah. content. Because <laughs> like, maybe I'll have End something. Of the year. In... That's why sites do game exactly, awards. Exactly. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember writing, I was, I mean, we might be doing something with Knights on our YouTube channel the night sequel came out on december 18th oh and it was just like a giant death knell like you're you're depending on like basically unorganized morons (laughs) to buy your game Uh, (laughs) that uh, sounds good he'll like that yeah Uh, homer spending his uh 13 dollars he got from being a a steak chew toy or night's (laughs) journey of dreams also based on what you were saying about christmas eve i will just say if you ever want to be if you ever feel you're not depressed enough Mm -hmm. try working at an office supply store on christmas Uh. eve uh, when dudes come in saying like, "Yeah, I need to buy an organizer for my son," he's like, a that's what giving him for nerd. Christmas. This is the worst Christmas ever. Holy uh, shit! This is not unprecedented. Uh, Final Fantasy X, which was a huge game yeah. for the oh, series, yeah. came out on December seventeenth, two thousand one. Yeah. I was wow. working at a game store at that time, and it seemed crazy. Like, who does not have their gifts by now mm-hmm. in this kind of like pre-modern wow. world? Was, uh, I'm not bashing because, like, we, we when I say I'm working on a Knights video. For this week, it'll go up at like eleven fifty nine before Saturday morning, yeah. <laughs> and like I get it, but like yeah. the idea that like a multinational corporation is working on we, that level. We actually discussed that in a rare Dave hosted episode Ooh. of VGA called "A More Than Decent December Games." Oh, cool! Mm. 
Yeah, it was originally like a March release, I think. Uh, yeah. 10, but there was like, okay, December, like one week before Christmas, buy this fucking game. Yeah, but <laughs> Bender was only available so many days. So. Yeah. Though, then the funniest fallout I saw of that fallout was that the pre orders for Persona yeah. 5 rose by 450% wow. as a result wow. of Final Fantasy being moved back because in Japan, because justifiably, these are two enormous. Uh, highly anticipated yeah. RPGs that cost you 100 hours, so people are just like, "Ah, oh, shit." Well, I'm gonna, oh, it's gonna get both eventually anyway, and all of that. I don't know. I just feel like that. Some of those people can only buy one game per that quarter. I, yeah, and, I really like, wonder which, got um, which brand is stronger at this point. It seems like Final Fantasy lost a lot I, of clout. I go when I when I'm in Japan. I ask people and like Final Fantasy's not a huge thing okay, there. Yeah. It, like it, uh, but it, it has a big presence. We've seen those Versace ads. Like it clearly. Is big there. Yeah. I feel like this game is not for us. It is for Japanese women, and if we buy it, that's fine. But we were never the audience. I just wonder, like, how I, we'll do in America. Michael and I streamed the demo. I really liked yeah. it. I really liked episode disc. It was a lot of fun, mm. and I really, I really like. But I also really like thirteen. So I'm a flawed human being. Oh, thirteen. Um, yeah. I didn't like thirteen, but I love the demo for fifteen. I like thirteen two and Lightning Returns. Yeah, I, I did like those as well. I just I did love. Playing two in front of my like non gaming girlfriend and like just the way it opens like here's eleven thousand menus yes. and a giant demon <laughs> and she's like well, what the fuck is all this I play it looks like eight two. Terminators looking at a cartoon <laughs> I play thirteen two in front of my girlfriend who does play games yeah. every time the villain would come on the screen she would laugh uproariously like oh my god is he still wearing that what oh, the hell <laughs> he is pretty ridiculous but I like it I like I like how over the top it is so Me too. yeah Me too. there's a place big like big budget absurdity is why yeah, I like. like Final Fantasy. I love anime melodrama. I'm not going to lie, but I want to see how it works in this context with 15. So, uh, well, God bless you, 15. Let's move on to the American Final Fantasy, Call of Duty. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, oh, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare's. I zombie. told you we'd work it in this episode yeah. somehow, uh-huh. Bob. God damn it! Why? Uh, yeah. So, Kodas uh, uh, Zombie Mode was the kind of detailed this week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an 80s-inspired zombie mode uh, starring Pee Wee Herman and David Hasselhoff as, like, the main characters. Or, no, sorry, no, no, like, no. they're the bosses or, like, the... They're, like, the... the I think David Hasselhoff, or... if I'm judging, is the over... Is the, uh, uh... Somehow the narrator or the DJ. Uh-huh. And Paul Rubens is the enemy. If you played the last Call of Duty Zombies game, there's a person taunting you yeah. and putting you through all these trials and tribulations. Was it Jeff Goldblum? No, time? no. He was one of the playable characters. And the oh. playable character, we have a sound clip of it. This is MC Busho ass coming at you. Welcome to the dork side. Normally I'd say bite me, but like, let's not do that. Why were clowns invited? No one likes clowns. <laughs> That's a... Uh, Jay Farrow? Jay, the recently fired Jay Farrow. Yeah, gosh. We lost from SNL's SNL Obama. to being in a video game. Aw. Uh, Seth Green, mm. Ike Barinholtz, the best part the of Suicide part Squad, of Suicide in my squad. And Sashir Zameda, who I hope is not fired from SNL, but... Uh, I know, I know. Well, not yet. But this is when everybody gets fired. Yeah. Like, yes, right it now. is. Uh, I want to say, like, I, I would say that David Hasselhoff references are played out, but I just heard one in Overwatch recently, mm-hmm. like this weekend. Torbjorn really? references David Hasselhoff huh. as a popular they singer. They don't show Pee-wee in the trailer, but they show Hasselhoff, and it's just him. Yeah. It is just him... Talking yeah. as David and, uh, has. There's a, a power up where you eat hamburgers off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted Left 4 Dead 3 for 
like nine, seven yeah. years, maybe. Valve can't count to three, Bob. No, they can't, but I, this could fill the hole for me, even though I don't like Call of Duty. I feel like the zombie mode is something that I would want to play. I wish it was separate. I yeah. wish it was like DLC or 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. So. That, I, I said that about the last one, because the last zombies mode was so fucking cool. The term, just the, two, the, the words Jeff Goldblum as a disgraced yeah. magician... Mm-hmm. Should be enough to like I don't know launch franchise. That's a Netflix series. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to cast a Left for Dead movie like Jay Farrow, Seth Green, Ike Barinholtz. Totally, like Shears made up. That would be a great quartet. All great. Yeah, I don't know, know why I love that this, this year's playing a white girl. I think that's fucking. Oh, really? I think that's fucking that's great. Weird. She, yeah, she's like well, she's like an eighties yeah, yeah, girl. She can, I mean, do the voice, but I just don't see that happening that much in mm. either reverse yeah. way, other than, unless you're Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <laughs> uh, but. If I, <laughs> But just, I want to free the zombies mode from Call of Duty. I don't want the rest of it. I don't want the multiplayer. I don't want the. It was all. It used to Actually, be like only associated with not Infinity Ward, the other one. The Treyarch ones. Yeah, and this, now, yeah. This now isn't it's a Treyarch. Yeah, now version. it's every year. Yeah. So, well, Treyarch controls the franchise now. So, really? Is there a celebrity or celebrity uh, screenwriter in charge of this uh, new Call of Duty or like associated with it? Because I know like the Kevin, uh, not Kevin Nealon, Kevin Spacey. Oh man, <laughs> Kevin Nealon Call of Duty. <laughs> yes, like, I love that. Um, but I mean, uh, the the Dark Knight Returns screenwriter was David, uh, David no. Goyer. Goyer. Yeah, Goyer, yeah. yeah he David was, Goyer. He was told to say way to ruin Superman. Uh, <laughs> but there, there's no like celebrity <laughs> tie-in or like celebrity hook or Hollywood hook for this one. Um, I don't, I don't there know. probably is. It's just yeah. not. Yeah. I, I, I don't mean to disparage Call of Duty because I forget that it's like the, the most disliked YouTube video of all time. Yes, next and, to Ghostbusters yeah. trailer. But the the, the, fu- the futuristic. Yeah, they they had a it. strong showing at E3. Did I they? Thought. I, yeah. it was, I was at a water park. It's the greatest excuse <laughs> for not watching yep. E3. You missed out. Mm, no, it really didn't. <laughs> you haven't seen my Instagram. I splashed a lifeguard with my asshole. It's Call of Duty. It was Gross. awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, but this Call of Duty looks more interesting than like the last. Seven? And even the and, the regular campaign part seems yeah. more interesting. You're fucking in, not fucking in space, but you're yeah. you're shooting shit in space. So. But it's just it, you're in fucking space. You're not fucking in space. They but but you've all a, played uh, like the zombies game. mode, and like how would you describe that as like it's it's not a fucking corridor funnel shooter like Call of Duty normally is. It's not the multiplayer. It is mm-hmm. like this. Hold your ground. See if you can expand and unlock more. It's like strangely more cerebral yeah. than uh, the to- main campaign. Like, I don't. I don't understand how that. Happens, I loaded it up like a month later, and people had discovered areas and things that didn't seem fathomable wow. within this small area because you can keep bra- like the zomb- the zombies mode in the last. What was that? What was the last Call of Duty game? Black Ops Three. Black Ops Trizzle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, I, that I, I don't know. Like it was. It was too big. It was. It was big. I just wish it was like a $20 game you could buy on its own. You know, it's odd because they did spin off the multiplayer into its own thing that people could buy. So I don't know. I mean, they could do that for... Is that the case for Steam and stuff? Uh, I think well they they had like a like a I think I forget two separate called. files. I don't th- I'm not sure you can buy them separately. Yeah, no, it, it, separately it was sold. it was briefly on really uh, separately. Yeah, yeah, you, okay. could, you could be totally right on that because they, they do separate them as distinct products on Steam. If so, I will buy the zombie mode. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks really cool. But yeah, I, I don't. What I'm saying is they didn't. I don't think they sold the zombie mode separately. It was just uh, multiplayer. Mm. So maybe you know I don't know why they couldn't just spin off zombie mode into its own thing. Yeah, it's really weird. We've said that before, but like the the. The cinematic presentation of the single-player element of Call of Duty is what they spend most of the money on. Everything else is an expansion pack to justify a $60 product. And it's just crazy that they spend all this money on this thing yeah. we might play through Multiplayer starter pack, that's what it's Multi- called. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They should do that. You should do that. Yeah. Because Steam has those free weekends. I imagine that is a good way to get people into the shenanigans. Well, uh, speaking of starter packs... Oh! Uh... 
Supergirl will be exclusive to the starter pack version of the PlayStation 4 version of LEGO Dimensions. So That's For the one person it, playing LEGO it, Dimensions it, on Wii U, I'm really bummed out by that. Well, I'm, it's also inconvenient in the fact that uh, she's basically, for, for now, because obviously they'll be a like Supergirl set later on, but... Uh, to, if you buy the retail version of the 2016 uh, Lego Dimensions, that's how you get Supergirl. Otherwise, because oh, wait, there, it's you, not you a sequel. It's yeah, the same game. It's just new. If you have the original Lego Dimensions, you have the guts to keep yeah. playing. So you have to buy the $100 version on PS4 only to get Supergirl. Yeah, with the fucking yeah, shrine to Lego they had to yes. put together. Yeah. I mean, like I, I liked Lego Dimensions. It's... You know the tell they're not their trailers travel yeah, the, traveler sales they're, yeah. their trailers get me every time and, and, and like the, just the the new things that are being added this year are all really interesting so unlike Infinity uh, Dimensions is still alive yeah, yeah. okay I, I, it might be the last is it the last what? remaining toys to well, game thing? I remember like at E three this year they had a huge presence like you know there's that. This will only make sense to people who've been to E3, but in the L.A. Convention Center, there's like a huge hallway yep. yes. that links the north and west halls, or south and west halls? I think it's north and west. Uh, north south, by northwest No, halls. it's south and west. Oh, south and west. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was just strung with all these banners of mm-hmm. movie characters that are coming to Lego, and so yeah. like Melissa McCarthy and Ghostbusters... Uh, the new B.A. Baracus from Gollum and Sonic. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It was the time. It's like... It's all over the place, but it like we did a, str- a couple streams of like the level packs. There's like like the first season had Portal and Back to the mm-hmm. Future and The Simpsons. Now, I'll be and honest, I almost hate these games. I I, almost I, hate I mean, them. I like the idea of having like it's maybe a bit too expensive mm-hmm. to spend like twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. The to Lego get, like, Dimensions a- packs in particular are ridiculously. But You're paying for yeah. ten uh, ten minutes of Christopher Lloyd audio. But so. but it's also that like and he's almost it's, dead. Yeah, but here's it's, why. It's here's the only here's why way this, you'll get these kind of like but exclusive here, content. Here's why this will outlast every other Toys to Life uh, genre. Yeah. Uh, anything in the Toys to Life genre. At the end of the day, they're still Legos, mm-hmm. and and, they, and, that, and that's why expensive. they cost so much. They're yeah. so expensive. Yeah. They're because so if expensive. you haven't tried to buy Legos in the last twenty years, oh, Legos are ridiculously so expensive. expensive. Yeah. Like even even ones without a license are so expensive. As someone who grew up poor, they've always been expensive. They've always Actually, been expensive. not only are the ones Tyco building blocks. That's <laughs> what I had a giant <laughs> bucket of them. Not only trucks. That's what that was my. Jam. N- not only are Legos without a license expensive, they are hard to find. Oh yeah, because I I learned this when I did uh, that. You know, other that, Lego games we'd like to see was feature for excellent. Games Radar. Don't, which, don't, we gotta steal it and bring it back That took over here. me weeks to yeah. put together <laughs> because, because you made like, shit out of Legos. I made shit out of Legos, I photographed oh, it, I photoshopped it, so and, uh, but, like, just going out and buying the Legos, like, this, like, basic fucking yeah. Lego set yeah. is 60 bucks! Yeah. And that's that just the starting you, price. That's the cheapest thing I can find. That feature costs you three thousand dollars. So, somebody I forget who it was. It was a, it was a listener who had posted something on their Facebook of like a nineteen eighty six Sears catalog, and it's just like uh, I don't know if anybody's pointed this out when you're complaining about game prices, but they're actually way better now. Mm-hmm. And the Legos are actually more expensive yeah. <laughs> with no Marvel license. They were always like extremely expensive. Yeah, I mean, I was paying eighty bucks for SNES games twenty plus yeah. years ago. Yeah. So yeah. games and, like, are only getting cheaper. And it's it's unfathomable in yeah. the Western area to pay more than sixty dollars for a game unless uh, you're Battlefield. <laughs> yeah, the, is that uh, a new story we missed? So in the in the Marge Be Not Proud episode of uh, The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. She says those games cost up to and including sixty dollars, which is still true. <laughs> More than twenty years later, so Marge is still true. We missed that la- the, that Battlefield One is selling its special edition without the game 
for a hundred dollars. The internet freaks out, and to that, and, and I understand why without the game. Without the game, well, because well, I don't know if I had to guess. Like, dude, I follow all these deal sites. You know what gets discounted really fast at every retail? AAA game? Every AAA game. Everything that comes in a giant box that doesn't fit on a uniform shelf gets mm. its price slashed within moments. So what that means is good, buy Battlefield 1, if you're interested, the game, and then wait three months and pick up a giant discounted thing so, without yeah. the game. How many Halo 3 cat helmets going to get for $20? <laughs> at least 500 I right? mean, let's let's be adult about this. Are there uh, How many special editions are you not embarrassed for having bought? Um, I don't buy any, so yeah. zero. Yeah. I, I, I'm incredibly cheap, by the way. I've almost everyone uh, yeah. I've ever bought, and no matter how big a fit, because it always comes with like, cheap garbage <laughs> that's really hard to, like, well, you can't keep it with the game and your game collection. It has to go stand somewhere weird. I mean, in the PS1 era, I had, like, cloth masks from Lunar and things oh, like well, that. Well, the but fucking working designs people yeah, made like, it I had a pendant I could never wear. Them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's a fascinating thing of, like, pre- predicting, like, niche RPG shit like we have to put a bunch of other stuff in this to justify the price horrible um, Ark the Lad standees yeah. that I never built <laughs> yes it's all bad yes a fuckable popful male <laughs> <laughs> alright Dave let's continue uh, Chris you put in a few stories about No Man's Sky How No Man's the- Sky broke concurrent records for Steam for 2016 by a significant margin I think 212,000 concurrent players in the first weekend yeah and that's with Dark Souls at like 120,000 120, and three? XCOM. Yeah, Dark Souls 3. Okay. At 100, but those are fantastic numbers for concurrent. That means simul- people simultaneously playing. But but No Man's Sky peaked at almost double that. Interesting, um, yeah. And for, so, for a $60 game, is it 60, for 60 bucks on uh, Steam? Well, Dark, know, I don't know. Dark Souls is single player, whereas No Man's Sky is definitely multiplayer ah. and you will always ah. meet all your friends. <laughs> I did want to talk about that because like, I just post, I read. I, I reposted on Facebook something that Tyler wrote about fan expectations with No Man's Sky, and I just see mm-hmm. people legit angry and like, Sean Murray's a liar! He said there'd be multiplayer, and it's just like, some no, Jeff Keighley said the word multiplayer, and he... And, and, and to be fair, I also said the word multiplayer because uh, what Tyler was drawing from was an interview I did mm-hmm. with Sean Murray, mm-hmm. and I wrote an inter- uh, or an article about it for really? PC Gamer. Yeah, and the thing is that Sean Murray, uh, I, I was terrified. Like Tyler, it's like, could I get the the audio for that? And I'm like, oh, it's still on my phone. Yeah, okay, here you go. Uh, I was terrified. It's like, did I misquote him? Because mm-hmm. like I I did that interview and like at after E3, and then went straight to the airport and mm-hmm. wrote it at the airport. Um, game journalism there. people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he works. also confirmed Cinnabon would be in the game for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he he apparently <laughs> did say it's like well, you know, it's like Journey where you might be going through the world, and you know, I don't, I don't want. I'm paraphrasing. No, that, because but. like there are people like I've just posted that article, and I think I said just simply, I don't pay attention to games coverage. I had every idea what this game was. And I, I liked it more than I expected. Yeah, I mean... And, and that you did... Because we were talking about that, Bob, that I think the, the Sony marketing push somehow gave... I think reached a new audience of people who couldn't delineate what a game actually is from a trailer that's promoting a game. Yeah, I mean, I played it for 30 minutes, and I played it for more after that, but after 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is this is a survival game, mm-hmm. and I like other survival games better, so mm-hmm. I don't like this that much. But... I can understand, like, as I don't... like I, th- My friend, I... How long have you played it? I'm like, I played it for about five hours, and I played it as like, 
a nice, relaxing thing that I do. I'm never compelled. Like, I gotta keep going. I'm like, yeah, this is fun to like, walk around I'm in. glad people like it, but mm-hmm. I'd rather play, like, The Long Dark or another survival mm-hmm. game than this. Uh, just because, mm-hmm. like, I want my things that I do to be more meaningful, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's more meaningful when there are stakes involved. Yeah, and there's no stakes, and I, I, but just, like, the things that keep, like, this guy's a liar about multiplayer. Huh. And the, the, his, big, his big lie is that, like, you might be able to see, will people be able to see one another? Like, maybe it's... Yeah, the, and he said, and his lie is like, it's really improbable yeah, that well, that'll happen. The, the thing the thing is, he said, you know, he, he shouldn't have compared it to Journey, mm-hmm. first off. Um, but I have a feeling that, that might, that's probably a feature that A, well, doesn't the, work it or was, might have gotten cut. It was two years mm-hmm. before yeah. release yes. that I had this, ta- this conversation with him, yeah. and people so aren't taking changed, that yeah. into it's, account. It's like if you ask the director of like a comic movie would be like uh, what scenes will be in the movie can you tell us all of them and if well, any of them are not in the movie well, then we're gonna we got angry. Robin Williams and David Bowie and it's, <laughs> it's set for 2016 mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't something he said it was something Stephen Colbert asked <laughs> Oh my god! It was something Stephen Colbert asked. Will people be able to like know what they look like? Maybe if other pe- people see each other, but that's improbable. He said that it probably mm-hmm. won't happen because th- th- it is a shared experience in that like you can name things in the planet, but that's the only multiplayer aspect to the game. And I think someone who was yelling at me on Facebook for posting this is like the the UK version has a multiplayer marker on the back of the box because you are oh, playing brother. within kind of a shared universe. If I name my galaxy ass and titties you will see that we are we are sharing the same procedurally generated world but like we won't see each other and we can't do anything with one another by the way if you come across the video game apocalypse mm-hmm. galaxy and find the planet of haram benghazi <laughs> i hope you will spare a thought for me as that's where i started yeah. out <laughs> yes. and also harambe dicks out sheeple um so that's really to the emails yeah. i see <laughs> But all it, but, like, comes together. I I I tried to, for, and I'm still getting yelled at. Like as we speak, people are commenting angrily on, on me saying that because I feel like I feel like the people who are pissed somehow deserve it because they inflated this game into something it wasn't because yeah. of their own expectations, not by something that was actually promised. I mean, like I'm disappointed, but I I know what games can do, and I know what hell games can do because there are 12 people, yeah. and I realize like their limitations are very like constrained because uh, I, they're a small I, team. So, I just yeah. like I'm by it because like I don't read like any game coverage. I saw the same trailer as everyone else did and, but I but I did live with Tyler who was excited about it for just the technology nature of it like and he, even he's like I don't know how there's a game in here but like it's fascinating that they can do this and, to, and I'm still there I'm still like this is such a cool feat for like programming and technology like that's it's still really awesome the game is we said last week ain't for everybody never no, was not. and like and I think that guy's face if you look at him in every interview like I can't believe I have to be in the tonight show promoting this game that like is not a, a crowd ple- like a, a universal cloud crowd pleaser never will be um i don't know yeah for, I, for what it's worth i went back and played it some more over mm-hmm. the weekend and like it's one of those things is like yeah, i'm kind of having fun holy shit six hours have gone by yeah, yeah. i yeah. didn't even notice I, i've had a great time with it and just but just that the haters are like there's no multiplayer so they're liars and like mm-hmm. you wouldn't have liked this game yeah. at all and you thought you did what did you expect the multiplayer to well, be? The other thing is you yeah. have to kind of ask yourself, like, okay, removed of all the promises, sure. whatever, do I like the game as it is now? I do. Yeah, I do I, too. I'm not saying everyone has to. Obviously, a lot of people don't for reasons completely divorced from whether yeah. or not it has multiplayer. 
Yeah. But uh, I, I just, the multiplayer complaint, because there's a giant compilation of lists of things that were allegedly promised by the trailers. But, like, that's why I thought Tyler's article was so fascinating. It was, like, mostly what we inferred and what we made up on our own. And, like, you can call the guy a liar, but, like, a lot of that shit was never said. There were cinematic yeah. trailers, and you just thought things would be there, and they're not. I mean, my mm-hmm. dislike comes from face value. I don't actively mm-hmm. hate it. I actively hate the witness, which ah. I, I hope <laughs> gets erased from history. You mean the but... wit piss. Yes, exactly. But No Man's Sky, I'm like, it's not for me. I've played survival games before, and I've played stonery explore- exploration games before, and yeah. this is like a, a kind of a mish- mishmash between the two. It doesn't really know what it is, but I can play uh, something else, and it's fine. I'm not going to get that mad, because other things exist, and that's cool. I wonder what the Steam fucking receipts are like. Uh, Returns? Yeah. yeah. We well, only have like, what, like six hours to do it. I think two hours to be okay. totally honest. I will say the oh, yeah, Solace, two hours of play. The mm-hmm. Solace Project is a stranded in space alone game that has a more um, prescribed, defined path for you to mm-hmm. follow with a lot mm-hmm. of like extra things to do. But it feels like a more, uh, I don't know, a more guided exploration game. Yeah. So if you don't like No Man's Sky, try that. It's the same kind of alone in space yeah, game, I, but with more of a um, more of a story, more of a like point, I guess. I remain frustrated with No Man's Sky. The inventory system makes me want to throw things. Yes, it's but, totally a PC thing too. But it is, is, yeah, it's a beautiful experience of like I don't know where the fuck I'm going or what I'm about mm-hmm. to do. But I think I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, and I don't. I don't it's do that with killer. any other games. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I tried like because I, I was like, I'm not getting that. Like, I, I never have two hours to play a game, and I did <laughs> on I did on Saturday, and it just like, but this doesn't feel much like a game. And I loaded up Doom, and then I'm like, no, nah, I want to go back to No Man's mm-hmm. Sky and just wander around and do literally nothing. I, that that seems more fun to me. I'll shut up about it. But <laughs> I, like I don't know. I just thought it was. It's a. It's so weirdly contentious. And it had had Sony not got its marketing clause in it, I don't think it would have reached the angry audience <laughs> that, that that is mm. eviscerating it right now. You might be right. Uh, let's move on to uh, Nordic Games. Uh, has renamed itself fuck? THQ Nordic. Yeah, which is uh, why would you why yeah, would you why resurrect that? <laughs> Like I'm gonna be RKO Dandy Fop. I don't know. I my like, name doesn't have enough failure in it. I feel like well, I'm Victokai <laughs> Berkeley. We associate THQ with failure, but I feel like it's kind of like when what was it like Infogrames yeah. gave themselves Atari. Atari yeah. It's like well, you forget that Atari yeah. was associated with bad things for so long. Well, you can well, also think about well, like also, THQ was like like they made great wrestling games and like also you're not Atari France. Why why? THQ Nordic. Why not just THQ? And yeah, exactly. Games had a great theme song. Everybody. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's my only pro- that's my only problem with it, is that it's THQ Nordic. I'm like, why would you attach a? Fi- oh, because this is a sh- this is one of those like uh, lackadaisical executive decisions. Because when I say I'm from THQ, I'll get in this room. Yeah. From these people who don't Some know old man THQ with a stove be like, I remember THQ, is, come what is, what on the, in. THQ stands for something. Toy Headquarters. Toy yeah. Headquarters. Yeah, they made action figures as well. Yeah, there like were a, no LGN, Louis J. Norman. They have an instant <laughs> in to numerous suit-based, long-tabled offices <laughs> around the world. And uh, yeah, that's why you do it. Yeah. But also, like they had a lot of uh, THQ's IP. They have Red Faction, Darksiders they especially. Do. Yeah, that didn't go to Deep Silver. Only Saints oh, Red Row went Faction. To Deep Silver. Wow, okay. Yeah, I've I think, I think a, a couple different things went to Deep Silver, mm. but uh, yeah, the, the bulk of it went to Nordic. 
Forget that. Yeah, I feel like I mean I never really enjoyed it, but I feel like Darksiders there's a place for it in this world. And Darksiders mm. two was like 2011 probably or 2012 maybe. Oh yeah, it was it a was while ago. When One Up was still around, I know I was working there when he came it out. Was, I mean, so. Futures booth <laughs> when <Yeah>. I worked there. <laughs> I loved the first game. The the second game like was a little too had like a an MMO y feel that I couldn't yeah, really get into. <laughs> or Diablo y I guess. I don't know. I just remember they added like flying hit point numbers. <laughs> I really thought Nordic Games would would. Um, it would merge with this other company that I've been hearing about called uh, Neither Pussy. So, so neither pussy nor dick. What? What? What's uh, happening? Uh, I don't uh, get the foundation for your punch. It was a, that was a, a genital-based pun. <laughs> okay. Never pussy? Sorry. Sorry. Let's move on. That should be the name of the show. Dick Sliders? Uh, do we have any Dota fans here? Dota? Dota Pacat? No. There was no. Uh, apparently two new Dota characters mm. revealed during a, uh, a major competition recently. Uh, one was from the original Dota, and one is an all-new character. And I feel bad, and I feel irrelevant that I don't know anything about Dota or these characters or why it's important. But uh, people were tweeting about it all weekend, and... Uh, I think it's weird, and if I'm not mistaken, there was a Warcraft mod that became Defense Against the Ancients. Defense of the Ancients. And, 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 yeah. and Valve's Dota 2 is called... it the, its legal name is Dota because it's not wow. Defense Against the Ancients. Mm. But it's supposed to imply that it of is a ancients. sequel. Of the Ancients. Yes. Defense Against the Ancients. No. Data! <laughs> oh, you sound uh, like old men talking about Pokemon. I do! Yeah. I do, I That's know. That's an alternative band, right? But I do know the, that there was a new uh, fucking German castle revealed for Overwatch that the world lost its mind over. Ah. I don't know if a new map is something to draw me back into that game exactly. It should be. Can you um, play Rocket League in that castle? Nah. I, I don't know. I, I, I love Overwatch, yeah. and I love turning on and playing it, but like I don't care that there's one new map. <laughs> it's coming for free. I don't know. Uh, but it, it, it did look neat. There's a PS4 update on the way that, I guess, beta uh, PS4 owners, beta cuck PS4 <laughs> owners have already, uh, that will, four, uh, four when, you hit, when you hit like the share button or the, mm-hmm. the main menu button, it will just like put a menu to the side, kind of like how Xbox One has been doing the whole time, but... That you're, the you're, whole time. It got it last. What? It was not... You were not able to stream on most platforms on well, Xbox no, One like, But the Xbox One had the snap thing forever. It and this is... I, it sounds... Because I don't have this... Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but it mm-hmm. sounds like it will just snap like... It, I want to share this clip from a game. It is a profoundly It'll... awkward experience to like hit share and then just like loot. Like the thing I was just looking at and wanted to share, yeah. I can't see anymore. Every time I hit that seconds button. later, yeah. it pops up. Like, did I actually capture what I wanted to capture? Yeah. Like yeah. a screenshot or this video? Yeah, it's, it's... obviously I turned I mean, all the shit it, yeah. off because it's a fucking. Every time I hit the share button, I'm like, uh, "Is shares gonna believe gonna play?" It's like, oh, I keep that's that's, that's a different that's share spelled S C H E R, not S H E R. You gotta uh, hit the Bono button. Get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> right into a tree. Yeah. Oof. And I'd like we're in the middle of Gamescom, but like the only news I even saw was Nintendo announced a bunch of hardware bundles and new Mario Party games. Why um, is Mario Party still coming it's, out? It's actually Every pretty. Time I, yeah, like, it's pretty infuriating because you just look at the. I, I see the NX on the horizon. It's like I'm going to buy it yeah. for the promise of like five games, none of which I Mario. None of them have the word party. Or colons. I, I just don't care about Mario Party. Uh, yeah, there might be a new oh. party. It's weird, like Nintendo, it, it, Nintendo never goes to Gamescom, and yeah. they go, they go this year 
when Microsoft oh, oh, and Sony oh, don't have Oh, because they're launching Mario Shiza Party. Uh, it's weird, like, uh, I don't know if this is still the case, but, like, the remnants of Hudson Soft were making Mario Party Ooh. games, and, like, composers like Yasunori Mitsuda, who did yeah. Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, were making music for these games. Like, the music's fun. It's really great. Yeah, like, there's a pedigree behind these games, but I do not want to play them. Yeah. It's sort of like, would you like to see 60 unfinished and unthought-out game concepts? That will destroy yes. your yes. fingers. Yes, I would. Which, by the way, won't matter, because at the end of the game, we'll reverse the score and give yes. everyone else your points. <laughs> it's the Mr. Show final, final uh, round style. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, before we move on, I want to talk briefly. Uh, Ubisoft had a bunch of new announcements Ooh. for Gamescom, which, because I know about them, we can talk about, uh, because Ooh. the embargo will be up by the I time we, we put this out. Uh, so, first off, the crew has a Calling All Units expansion, which... Yeah. Uh, That's really has, cool. I played it. Yeah, it's uh, police chases. Cop, <gasps> Hot uh, Pursuit style? Yeah, PvP, Ooh, cops... Nice. Well, I don't, I don't know... Uh, if it's like that exactly, but mm. cops versus street racers. I love that shit. And yeah, well, you you played it. Uh, it reminded me of uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, which is a mm. 2010 game. Nice. But I was like, I've been I've, been, I've had hunger for that since that game came out, and it feels like an advanced version of that, yeah. where you have power ups, you have the same like attacks. My girlfriend and... complains about me playing video games. It's like just the sirens all the time. Uh-huh. Like that was because of like str- eight straight days of Hot Pursuit. I loved it. Hot Pursuit. <laughs> That's a state skit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned it. Hot fursuit. Also, For Honor unveiled all 12 of its starting characters and... Armor uh, Core For Honor? No, no. That's Four Answers. For Honor, the the game about sword fighting. (laughs) Oh, yes. uh, uh, No, For for Honor, it's the game about uh, knights, samurai, and vikings fighting each other. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that game. Yeah. uh, had a great presenter at E3, whoever that guy was. uh, Jason Vandenberg. Yeah. Who's an amazing guy. Mr. Caffeine? No. (laughs) No, he was shot behind the convention center. Five oh, he's ago. he's a kind of kind of crazy uh, Dungeons and Dragons nerd, mm. uh, big beard, but a uh, really cool guy. Really into sword fighting and wanted to make a game about that passion. Also, was one of the people who worked on Red Steel Two, mm. which is uh, totally fun. Yes, and so uh, For Honor is. Uh, I mean, it has a single-player campaign that was shown off at E3, but the Gamescom stuff is really getting into the multiplayer. Uh, Twelve characters in all, each faction. Each of the three factions has uh, an assassin, a vanguard, a heavy, and a hybrid character. one k <laughs> They each have unique weapons. They have... Uh, Different fighting styles, even even if you have the same character type, like there are, there are differences. Like the, uh, for example, the knights have a character called the peacekeeper, who is like a, a hooded assassin with uh, daggers, whereas the samurai equivalent is called the orochi. He looks like a more conventional samurai with a katana, very quick, and it's it's kind of cool because all these characters, like uh, normally what we've seen so far, is you have these like you can change your stance to. Uh, high, left, or right, and you you will block incoming Always attacks. High, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the the idea is that you have to match your opponent's stance, and if you match it when they attack you, then you'll block that hit. The uh, the assassin characters are very fast; they do a lot of really quick damaging blows, but then. Uh, they don't stay in stances, so you always have to kind of be paying attention to your opponent and switching your stance and holding it there Ooh. in order to block. It's it's a really cool, fun game. We played a bunch of multiplayer. It's awesome. Finally, Watch Dogs 2 is introducing Bounty Hunter mode, which uh, is a PvP edition where, like, if you cause enough chaos uh, and get the police after you and get to a high enough wanted level, 
the chase will eventually spill over into other people's games. Oh, that's neat. Where they I will like have it. the option of chasing you and joint joining the chase and hunting you oh, down shit. for a big reward. Uh, you can uh, dig in and eliminate them if they come after you, and uh, you'll get a big reward. Uh, but you know the the object is still very much you have to make a getaway, break line of sight, escape. It's played it. It's really cool. What what makes it especially fun is like the hacking tools that have been expanded in Watch Dogs too. Like as people are chasing you, they can take remote control of your car, and you have to kind of struggle against them. Like they'll try to reverse you or swerve you into something. Uh, they can explode parts of the landscape around you. Um, it it kind of keeps you on your toes constantly. Did you play it at all, Bob? I like it, actually. Yeah, I played Watch Dogs 2 at the uh, event, and uh, I was not big on Watch Dogs 1. I'm not a big um, open-world guy, at least in terms of like the Western version of that, but um, 2 seemed very cool in terms of what you can do with a mission, like your many options available, and it takes place in the city I live next to, so nice. that's really cool, too, from a personal in level. In Oakland, you mean? Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want to explore all of Oakland, because yeah. I'm Oakland's, too afraid. Oakland, San Francisco, Marin, and uh, Silicon Valley. There's no Berkeley, though. I was very upset with that. Yeah. I, I want to explore Berkeley virtually, <laughs> because I'm also afraid to leave There's the no house. There's hot dog placing. We all are, really. <laughs> Oh, someone, some assassin knocked over my bag of leaves. I was going to give this to the compost truck. And, uh, Watch out for falling plums. It's plum season. <laughs> <laughs> Better Brooks description. Oh, that baby has a mohawk. Well, I'm very annoyed that when I went and stood outside of my house, there was not an actual character standing outside my real house. <laughs> Boycott. Pre-order canceled. All around. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's move on to the community segment. Which, as always, this segmenting. What our was community. the query? The query was: What is a classic licensed game that you'd like to see make a comeback? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Oh man, <laughs> I have a great answer for this. I saw it ahead of time, so I was thinking, um, I want to see. Okay, so Deception is a great series. Mm-hmm. Oh, a uh, Tecmo's Deception. Over time, it's gotten pornier and pornier. So porny. Like toilety, toilety. At this point, you're knocking clothes <laughs> off of people. So I want to see this go back to basics and make this a Home Alone game, ah. where you're playing as Kevin McAllister. There are many bandits, some of them wet, some and of them sticky. And you make a pact with Satan. Exactly. That it begins with a pact with Satan because we all know <laughs> Kevin McAllister is a sadist and a Satanist. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I want to see a My Home Alone. My family's in heaven. I'm hell. <laughs> I don't want to see a licensed Home Alone game that uses the, the deception mechanics. Wow. It's always my dream, and I want to see it happen. I just want the Daniel Stern spider scream. Yes. <laughs> I can't even... I'll never do it. And, and in this version of the game, you can you can steal his soul and make a Daniel Stern golem to attack oh, your enemies. Ooh, I like it. So there you go. So yeah, that's my answer. Nice. All right, well, the first responder from the forums was Triskitable, who said, The Scott Pilgrim game is easily at the top of my list. Good Never choice. got to play it back when it came out, as I lacked an Xbox at the time. I eagerly awaited to be able to play it, and got to try it a few times at a friend's house. By the time I bought myself another Xbox, it had been pulled from Xbox Live Arcade. Aww. I'm an enormous fan of Scott Pilgrim, having read the comics repeatedly and seen the movie to the point where I can... Quote it word for word. I spent $75 on Ramona Flowers figure uh, Mondo put up for pre-order in June. I've listened to the game's soundtrack dozens of times over, but I've never really been able to play it. Ah, well that will be the thing I'm guessing that will keep it from ever being released again. Because it certainly is a thing that got my shit flagged on YouTube when I tried to stream it. (laughs) Was is it the music or the yeah, movie the license or the Both. Uh, oh. what's the issue with the licensing? I, every, I don't uh, know. A temporary I mean, yeah. deal signed with with numerous different licenses. I figured, yeah. It's, it's just one of those things. I, I will say I would love to see it come yeah. back. Same here. It's an awesome game. 
Uh, ooh, Tranquil Bez said, Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, I love this game. I am dying for a sequel or a remaster of the game that defined my childhood. Ugh, I know, you were I, a child when that game came out? Nah, oh. I know the Simpsons haven't had a console game since 2007, and EA is squandering its potential in iOS games. Uh, please, EA, do something different with that IP. Unlike South Park, I, that's the only thing I hated about it is that <laughs> South Park... Who was telling me? Some, somebody at UB was telling me that that's, the South Park game basically got to define... How South Park was laid out, hmm. and it makes sense because, like, you can see who's a neighbor and who's not, and where this where the school is in South Park. The Simpsons, when I play Hit and Run, like Springfield Elementary is not behind the Simpsons <laughs> house. This is bullshit. That's why I liked it though, because okay, so number one, fuck Virtual Springfield. It sucks. It's a it's, <laughs> it's a got like Phil Hartman. It's a glorified hotspot finder. But this game actually made a real geography to Springfield. It didn't make sense, but it was Dude. still fun to explore. And at this point, I got every reference. After that, no. But at this point, I got every reference. Can you rollerblade from the Simpsons house to the power plants? Uh, <laughs> I just love that there, one of the first... stonecutter's hallway in the yeah. game. I love that. I love that one of the first missions in Simpsons Hit, Hit and Run was uh, Homer was late to work, so in order to keep his boss from catching him, he had to run Smithers off the road. <laughs> and when he does so, he says, like, that's what you get for expecting me to do the job I was paid to do. <laughs> and you can go to Chester J. Lampwick's Solid gold house and steal his rocket car, and that's what I love about this <laughs> game. <laughs> Fuck it, that guy. This just the stonecutter tunnel alone. I, I, it was like a shortcut connecting Springfield. You should go next. Playable a poo too. <laughs> so Tenga said, "Journey to Silius, which you get a revival somehow. It would have been the best Terminator game of all time if Sunsoft didn't lose the license. <laughs> that could have been on our top five. That's yeah. right. That in Sunman, Solar Man, oh, yeah, Solar, Solar Man, Man, whatever mm-hmm. game that is." Uh, but there are some parts where you can see the resemblance to the 1984 film. I'd be happy with a ROM hack that officially makes you Kyle Reese and plasters Arnold's face over the more humanoid-looking enemies, and that is from Zotenga. And this game has such good music, yeah. as with most Unsoft music. It's so good. Uh, look up Journey to Silly soundtrack on YouTube. Wasted on a Sunsoft game. <laughs> <laughs> most, like Gremlins 2. Oh, God. Gremlins 2, hard Blast as hell, Master, but it is good music. Man, and Batman. Yeah. We'll be talking about Batman someday on Retronauts, won't we? Oh, yeah, within uh, the next, uh, this month, actually. Ooh. Stay tuned for Batman NES chat. Counterweight72 said, The Rocketeer. I remember playing the game on the SNES, and it was one of the hardest games I've ever played. With VR being the next big step in video games, a first-person Rocketeer game uh, would be a whole lot of fun. Being able to fly around 1940s L.A. in your personal jetpack and fighting Nazis, who was, by the way, played by Terry O'Quinn from Lost. Oh, wow. Um, no, no, no. He was the one who just showed the movie. Never mind. Uh, in your uh, in your personal jetpack, fighting Nazis would be a great way to sink hours and hours into a fun VR experience. Jennifer Connelly. Is she there? Is she, ooh, man. Jennifer Connelly is the best. But <laughs> like, you'd have to do it as a black woman gamer, so it, get, be prepared to get mad. Was it Brett or somebody else who, who mixed up the... Uh, who thought you had a Rocketeer action figure, but it was just... A dark void figurine. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a, it, it says dark void on the, the podium, but but there's a difference. But like the reason why I like dark void is because it was aping Rocketeer. There yeah. was an episode of Tailspin where Baloo became a Rocketeer style character. You better he, believe he was kid. called Bullethead, but not. I, I assume there was <laughs> some sort of that. crossover. He had a but helmet. It never worked out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stabby, me. Stabby Joe said Chippendale Rescue Rangers yeah. 1 and 2 for the NES yeah. needs a DuckTales remastered treatment. I agree. The recent re-releases of games as they were like Aladdin are great, but I loved what they did with DuckTales. Besides, there were some great non-first-party Nintendo NES games that deserve a comeback, and Disney were great at licensing them out at the time, and we should all be remembered of that. Yes, uh, Yacht Club or Way Forward, please remake every Disney NES game outside of Mickey Mouse. Yes. Uh, what it was, 
insane and not I'm just not something I think that will happen much anymore, but it, it was basically way forward remaking the game with modern resources as it would it would have been made had everybody known what the game looked like already. Yes. Like uh it's it's just it can't really happen again. Hmm. But I would love to see the, for people to be able to play the original DuckTales games cuz they're still really fun and really pretty. Uh, Type 40 Comics says Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic I remember playing it on the original Xbox and loving it choosing light side or dark side building your lightsaber being a badass I love it I own it on Steam and iPad but I want an yeah. HD remaster <laughs> or remake uh, what was it was, did Bioware's forum shut down, shut down they, yeah they shut like down like yeah some old forums that okay. included this became but, a beer forum <laughs> I was like I, make I mean I was angry founders. for a certain amount of time that like when Mass Effect first came out, I'm like, why didn't you just do another nice little Republic? Why, did, why didn't you just give Lucasfilm a million dollars before you started making like, a uh, game? Oh, wait. Holy shit, you guys made a great yeah. sci-fi universe yourself. You made it even better. And now I'm pissed that the next Mass Effect isn't continu- like continuing the trilogy story. Hey, you it's its own it thing. It was over. That E3 trailer proves they're making graphics, so we know it'll happen one day. <laughs> graphics so. do exist for this game. I will say, Onimaru said, Star Wars Episode One Pod Racing. Wizard As Rose. someone who isn't even into racing games, I never suspected that cash and grab license game based on the worst part of that worst SW movie would be one of the funnest <laughs> games on the N64. Now this is an N64 game! That's <laughs> that my was, commentary. Also, that was on everything. It yeah, was. They had an arcade version. Didn't yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and a sequel, Podracer yeah. Revenge? I apologize <laughs> for uh, slurring through that, but you can actually use two N64 pads as like your, what? your fake... Uh, yeah, oh, you right. Yeah, both analog that. sticks. That you was really cool. You two pads. It's, I, uh, I never did it, but someone did, apparently. couldn't afford it. It was like $80 yeah. of control. <laughs> $90 Get game. a Mad Cat like, and uh, curse your life. <laughs> you guys ever go to like an arcade? An arcade and put quarters in both of the guns and use both like John Woo style. I don't know. I was never that wealthy. I would, I would do it once in a while for like virtual yeah. cop, and I felt every, like up every so often. You house the dead fat cat. Is John yeah. Woo the shit out of that then, awful Sega arcade? Yeah, game. you have to worry about dodging for both of them or whatever. Um, also, also really cool with like the ones that had like mounted machine guns, like yeah. Revolution X. <laughs> Lots of fun. Um, hey, buddy, you got to slow your car down and let me in. Said, <laughs> I have always hoped for a 2.5D version of the NES Batman. Damn. It's a good game as is, and sure, it doesn't make sense, but it was a great game with a terrific soundtrack. Yeah. He oh, was also so purple for some reason. Why does everybody doesn't harp on Joker then? turn into like a scorpion or a thing of Darth Vader? That's Star Wars. Yeah, that's, okay. that's Famicom. Star but you can Wars. buy an action figure of Purple Batman. Which, I, yeah, I I prefer Purple Batman. I went. I'm going to have him fight Purple Jason. I went <laughs> looking for it, and when you when you accuse that Batman of being purple, when it was just people doing the best they can with the limitations yeah, of like the hardware, every background has to be black. We need to make this character not black. Yeah, but what's the see, next when you best see the thing? Nega figure. I'm like, he was never that purple. Yeah, like it was just they were they were pretty purple, but they were just highlighting. Shades. How purple he is. <laughs> it's too awkward. I was going to buy it, but I'm like, I'm going to pay $30 for a stupid looking Batman figure. And we have uh, one video response from Worth Nintendo. What up, Video Game Apocalypse? Uh, Worth Nintendo here. Um, answer to this week's question of the week What 8 bit, 16 bit licensed video game would you like to see make a comeback? Now, I'm sort of going to cheat here because uh, um, it's a game on the Game Boy Advance, which isn't really 
8-bit, 16-bit, but I think, you know, it's been yeah. well known for its 16-bit style games. Um, that's Treasure Asteroid mate. the Omega Factor, uh, made by Treasure. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of my favourite games on the system. Um, Fantastic. I just love it. I mean, I grew up watching Astro Boy as a kid, and like probably hands down my favourite childhood show. Even now, I can still go back and watch and go, oh, happy and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a really good sort of, you know, made by Treasure, so it's usual Treasure action um, style. It's like a side-scrolling brawler um, game starring Astro Boy. And it's just so much fun and amazing. And it's gorgeous, some great sprite work. Um, I think it's sort of one of those lost classics because, you know, licensed games, lol, those are shit. Um, but yeah, really love that. Um, if I can't say that because of GBA Cyclically 32 bit, then my vote goes to the new Ghostbusters game on the NES and yeah. Game Boy uh, made by Hal because oh, that he's great. great. the greatest Ghostbusters game ever made. Anyway. Peace out. Keep up the good work. That one's great. And the, literally good the taste. only game in the Ghostbusters canon where you can play as Winston. New Ghostbusters 2 is so much better than it's Activision great. Ghostbusters 2, which yep. is fucking trash. Yep. It's awful. <laughs> you walk the wrong way and yeah. the buttons are reversed yes. and a spider follows you throughout the entire game. It's, it's, it <laughs> but sucks. It, it does add, like, we stream the whole thing on our YouTube channel, or I think it was back when it was just me. But it's the, it's the full-on Jackie Thomas 8-bit, Your yes. love's taking me. And, As you're, uh, just, you're just the Statue of Liberty shooting things in water. My co-worker and former Laser Time guest, Kat Bailey, can mm-hmm. beat that game. Because she was tortured by it as, a, has, as a youth. Kat has too many useless talents. We <laughs> yeah, need I to get her back here on the mic. Who, who made the Genesis version that ends with... Uh, Sega. Was it Sega? Yeah. The, the one that with the infamous ending screen, it's like, congratulations, you have... Uh, <laughs> Oh, you, uh, you have be- you have uh, played a great game and proved the justice of our peak, culture. Peak so, Michael, that was a a port of the Commodore version made by I think David Crane. I don't know who actually made the NES version, but it is the most Englishy thing ever made. I actually put it in my localization <laughs> feature. Like this is what localization looked like. I love that I put in "proved" with two O's into Google, and it immediately autofilled with the justice of our culture. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who made from. the NES version, but it was clearly like I don't speak English. <laughs> I won't ask anybody. Who speaks English? And Let's just publish this. Yeah, further, right, it is the NES Ghostbusters. To further yeah. plug myself, like oh, congratulations! Oh, congr- <laughs> oh well, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, the Astro Boy o- Omega Factor GBA game, the code was ported over for Treasures only Tiny Toons game, which, which is also bad. It, I mean, okay, it, Astro but, Boy is really good. The Tiny Toons game is. It's terrible. insane. That there are like four enemies in that it's game. It's a combo juggling yeah. game with Tiny Toons characters, Please. including Shirley the fucking loon. Yes. Like, she's, she's OP in every game. So the, there's that, uh, we talk, I have that YouTube video where I talk about old Disney games being remade. There's a link to the Tiny Toons video after that. If you want to see where the Astro Boy gameplay formula went, it was one Tiny Toons game. And please look up the Retronauts where we did all the Tiny Toons games in one episode. Yes, Chris is on it, on. and uh, that was a great episode, I think. Mm-hmm. So, new question of the week. What's a Wii game that you'd like to see make a comeback? Obviously, a bunch of cool stuff got sent onto the system to die. Yes. Uh, Bob, you're the guest. Do you want to go first? I hate to take the obvious choice. I want to go with Mad World, which I own a copy of. I bought it new on Amazon a few years ago for $8. Wow. And it I'm is... the Black Baron. Stop staring. Exactly. <laughs> it is a, a crazy black... Okay, number one, a black and white platinum game. Yeah. With red being the only color you yeah. see. It's a it's an arena-focused combat game where it's based around killing people the most creative way you can. And fucking Greg Proops does play-by-play commentary ah, for had, hours we, and hours and hours. We had a clip of him like, just, wow. like, with no wow. context, just yelling, Hobo Chode! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 
you liked him as a commentator in Star Wars Episode One, which you didn't, uh, this game's for you. But I feel like it is a lost platinum game, and it's sort of it sowed the seeds for Anarchy Reigns, whatever that means. It doesn't mean anything, mm. but I feel like there. Anarchy there... Reigns had like one of two of the same characters. Exactly, yeah. But I feel like it's worth just tinkering with. It's a fun, frivolous game that's just about pure like hardcore violence. In a fun, stylish setting, and Ride I feel a motorcycle, like motorcycle up a building. Yeah, it's it's it should it's, have been the Ghost Rider game. It should never have been fifty bucks, but I feel like a twenty dollars Steam game, Mad World, is totally great. So that's my choice. Um, see what I want. I've always make the example of franchises that died on Wii. There's like there's a Soul Calibur like, fuck, who is that character? <laughs> totally. Ivy? I, I think Ivy. Is it I? I, I think, think she's the one who had the, the, her own game. But she has her own game. She has a that doesn't exist on any other platform. It didn't go yeah. anywhere else. But. And this game is not good. Castlevania Judgment. Mm-hmm. Is, it's, it's the end of the line for classic Castlevania. Yeah. It has it would, designs by the Death Note artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big I, in Japan at the time. But, can, like, not that that game's great, but it was wasted on a system where nobody saw it. it it's unplayable yeah. anywhere else. Well, it's funny. When I first found out about its existence, I was, like, doing a, an E3 Judges Week thing. Mm-hmm. And I, like, found out, like, we were doing the Konami one. Like, oh, my God. Castlevania, like... I just started texting Brett Elston, and I'm like Castlevania fighting game, and he's like, "Huh?" I'm like, and it's on Wii. It's like, uh. but a great localization by Eight Four, so you at least have that going. For I you. think there's a shell of something good in there that would look good elsewhere. Hmm. Um, I no, I, that's probably not true at all. I just want to play it again. Um, I've already given a shout out to Next Level Games, who resurrected two franchises on the Wii that died there: Punch Mario out. Strikers and Punch Out. But I am going to choose for this. No more heroes. Uh, Ooh, two, that's a good one. Two great games that uh, one just, came to like, PS3. Yeah. yeah, the first one, but apparently was not even as good as the Wii. Version. I reviewed that it's one impossible. my first year at One Up. It looks even worse than the Wii version. It oh, runs geez. at a lower How frame rate, and the move technology is awful. I mean, no one's going <gasps> to use those controllers now. But don't do it. Don't do, don't do it uh, now. But so. no more heroes is the answer to like everyone wanted the I when. The Wii remote was revealed. It's like, can I finally play a Star Wars game where I like use a lightsaber? Mm-hmm. The answer is no. You never ever could. <laughs> but No More Heroes is the closest, and it like it was just like the final move in a combo. You swipe across the screen and you like slice somebody's head off. And I think a lot of it is intentionally making a jerk off motion with the controller. Oh yeah, that's right? also like, charging yeah. it up. You have to that's like shake you, it. Yeah. Yes, that is true. Yeah. And then you. <laughs> The, your save point is uh, sitting on a toilet, sitting so it's. Uh, I never played two, and I feel like I should. I yeah. loved one. Uh, I just want to. That was one of the things in the list that have have happened since Final Fantasy thirteen versus <laughs> announced and came out. Uh, Every motion oh. controller, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the whole scene, it's like mm-hmm. ten years worth of it. Oh, well, part of me wants to say uh, Zelda the uh, was it Skyward Sword? Skyward Sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you. Which. I, I just I just wanted to come to Wii U without the motion controls. I don't know how that's possible. I, I guess it's not. I but, think it will uh, be on NX at some point. I, I I'll say uh, I started playing Odin Sphere uh, Life oh, yeah. Thrust here over the weekend, and the it's, PS4 version. Yes, nice. It's amazing. Mm. I love it, and uh, it makes me wish like even though uh, Muramasa the Demon Blade mm. has since come to Vita, like mm-hmm. I want a PS4 remaster. I want mm. this game is amazing. I want to play it in 1080p. It's all vanillaware stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Let's let's have more vanillaware yeah. remasters on PS4. I, that's sure something I can get behind. What Wii game would you like to see make a comeback? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread asking the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. 
Alternately, you can go to videogameapocalypse.com and answer the question in the comments under episode 177. That's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. I got this. I got to pee Wait, so no, bad. Bob. No! <laughs> I don't have to pee. I'm going to relish so this. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also do Retronauts, a classic gaming podcast. Look for our Punch-Out episode next month. Oh! We briefly teased it here yeah, in a superhero episode uh, coming up very, very soon with uh, the fabulous Chris Baker, yeah. the amazing Baker boy. <laughs> yes. And uh, Bake. Yes, and uh, what else? Um, I think that's basically it for me. Look up uh, Talking rate, Simpsons, brother. Rate, I want you to pitch that. Well, before <laughs> Chris goes, uh, I want to plug water. Water is a great beverage. Uh-huh. If you just imagine it being like on the side of a hill and Chris is peeing uh, everywhere. I want to plug Niagara Falls, uh, overflowing everything. culverts, no! rainstorms. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> you can read my writing on usgamer.net and somethingawful.com and on Chris's bladder, wherever you go. Uh, well, I will. I'll plug this week's Laser Time, which is about the uh, Olympics. The VGA widow, Diana Goodman, uh, talks about Olympics movies and Olympic facts and all that fun stuff. Uh, cool runnings and Animal Olympics, which Chris did a whole big article on. Uh, yeah, the the, uh, the videos for Animal Olympics, we were watching them beforehand. Like <laughs> they, they are really kind of almost hypnotic. Yeah, right? they're very psychedelic. I'm, I'm amazed. Like I faintly remember Animal Olympics as something that was on HBO when I was yeah. really little. Same here. And like just the level of artistry that went into this, it's yeah. like it's not quite Disney, but it's pretty close Why to Disney. Why like, didn't Laugh Olympics get that treatment? Because it's Hanna-Barbera and therefore garbage. That's true. 20 drawings per episode. That's all we do. <laughs> I do give props to Chris for pointing me to... Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like animal sports or fucking... It's some generic thing, but it was on Nickelodeon, and it was like the between shows. Was it like, Creature yeah. Comforts? No, no. Okay. It's it's in the article, and he has pictures of it. But it was like... Oh, I've seen that, yeah. It was a cat that, yeah. like, yelling at a hippo while it tried to like do uh, like high jump. And it's like, no, you're a hippo. You can't do it. But anywho... Uh, there's that article, and there's that episode of Laser Time, and there's 302010, the podcast that goes back t- 10, 20, and 30 years ago, and also stars Diana Goodman. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we're finally getting to, like, the good games of 1996, including Jumping Flash and uh, Day Art Trilogy and Beyond the Beyond, which is not as good, not good. As, the other, <laughs> as those other games. Much less good. Yeah, much less good, but it's still notable. Cause it's the first still notable, for, yeah, like the first PS1 RPG, yeah. really. That like, and boy, what a disappointment yeah. it was. Maybe the yeah. first Camelot PlayStation One. Yeah, game? yeah. And they oh, they went on to better things, but like, uh, let's only do sports games yeah. from now it's on. It's right up there with Quest sixty four as yeah. the first game to fill a void that people immediately wanted empty to get. <laughs> I want to go below the beyond. And there's also uh, Laser Time's Patreon, patreon.com slash Laser Time. Every week we do oh. a bonus show, bonus time. <sighs> Where we talk about uh, Chris and Brett and I just talk about like the random shit we've been enjoying lately, mm-hmm. and uh, always pose a weird question to our audience, which they have great anecdotes for. Last we did week tell we ta- a story of murder, Mur- local murderers. What are the what are the, who are the local murderers in your town? It was yeah. really weird. I think my town was the murder couple of America oh, yeah. in the seventies, Youngstown, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, there are a lot of Ohio murder stories. Yeah, yeah nothing nothing more to do in Ohio than murder people, I guess. Yeah. And I would like to plug... You get paid uh, by the murder there, apparently. <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, Donald Trump. He seems down right now, yeah. but I really think he's going to bounce back. He's going to be a great president. <laughs> like, if you really wanted to... If you really wanted water to be illegal, he's the guy. Yeah. Um, he speaks this, for me. This is not turning as funny as I just want to say, my hometown had Jeremy Sagastagi. And if you yeah. really want to get depressed, uh, go look him well, up We were sometime. watching... that. It was inspired because, one, we were... 
I read about a local murder that happened in the 60s in my hometown, but that I forgot that Ted Bundy was caught in my hometown in the 80s. Oh. And I remember, like, the trial, like, it was a... Once again, a media circus. Do you, know, and sh- do you know what he said when he was caught? What's that? Uh, no yeah. police. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was in constant. No contest. <laughs> he was in constant spring break mode, Ted Bundy. That's why it was in Tallahassee. Uh, it was so oh, we could murder FSU I didn't even talk girls. about that on the bonus time. This is a bonus time bonus clip. Ooh, Dave, please. But I worked at Adventureland, which of course they made the movie about. Mm-hmm. But the year after I stopped working at Adventureland, in the, sp- in the span of one week... Uh, there was one uh, Adventureland worker who died by falling on the tracks of a Whoa. roller coaster and then getting run over by the roller coaster. Whoa. And then another person who was thrown out of, like, it's not the pirate ship, but it's like a pirate ship that does I, a flip. That, okay. Like, it, it was called the Rainbow at the yeah, touring fan it, But if you grounds. picture the pirate ship, just one picture, one that's like a uh, Somebody fell swings that top? go, it oh. was flipping upside down and a person oh. fell out of it and onto a car. Ooh. So that's that's my local uh, death story. Moida, they were murdered by machines. Thank you for listening to Video Game Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. We're all post as soon as it goes up, usually really early in the morning on Fridays. Uh, or you can follow me personally at Wikiparas. Actually, I should say, and you can follow me personally. It's not a binary either-or thing. You can follow both Wikiparas and VG Apocalypse. In fact, you should I've follow... I've tried it. It's impossible. Have you <laughs> I really? I was banned, yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry. That's, that's probably just a, a paradox. But um, <laughs> I suggest, again, you follow... VG Apocalypse and Wikiparas ignore Bob's uh, getting banned. I'm sure it will only happen to some of you. Uh, that's been our show. Thank you for bearing with us and listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Alright, so you're fine there, Dave, or should I raise you a little bit? Uh, let me see. I think I look good. I mean, I can always raise you in post if you're quiet. Oh. <clears throat> what does that mean? Raise me in post? <laughs> it means I, uh, jerk you off. <laughs> okay. I, I jerk off it's your penis. Exactly I mean, that's not what you usually <laughs> call it, so. Audacity. It's okay. And, and I not, masturbate your penis. Yeah, I masturbate <laughs> your penis and not, I raise your volume <laughs> on this individual track. <laughs> before exporting to MP3. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not I, an alien.